<laughs> Get him out of here. Out. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and f my sister. Wow. It is, other than jazz, it's the only other real American art form there is. There's a dirty little secret. You told Clint Parker to turn around and take off his pants. Yes. And did he? Yes. And I just gave him a couple swats. You gonna die doing this dumb ass yeah. Fool, open your mouth so I can give you this milk. Open your mouth, man. I gotta do you like my two-year-old baby. The truth of the matter is, you were not a good baby. Well, you ain't seen nothing, my friend, until you have a flame coming out of your butthole, and you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. You ain't seen nothing yet. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learned quick, fast, and hurt. McDonald's a piece of Clint Parker. I'm coming for you, motherfucker! What? You told me to leave while I'm in my order while you're making out with that slut. Being in the industry with how much <laughs> you take on your face. Bam! All upside his head. Just slap them. That gonna make you slap somebody. This is terrible. This is terrible. Yeah, yeah, I, I have to take off my shoes. So kiss my black Not okay. Make fun of my nose. Watching other guys that are doing what I want to be doing, and I'm sitting on the couch being a loser. Until I first drank my dog's pee, I was depressed, I was sad, and I had really bad acne. Dog pee also has vitamin A in it, it has vitamin E in it, and it has 10 grams of calcium. And it's also proven to help cure cancer. And that is why I look so much better than y'all. Welcome to the Stansbury Show. Welcome to Friday morning. On the Stanford Show on Rock 106.9. Uh, so, dude, here's the thing. Okay, we, we let's just, just we, dude, we gotta get we gotta get some stuff out. Okay. So, like, so, right. like, so like Fantone <laughs> wrestles tonight. That that's Buzzbin. That is Team Fantone versus what's that? Who's the other Counter Strike led up by uh, Agent Orange Juice Jennings. That's right. That's Buzzbin. That starts seven o'clock. But we're hot on the trail of a controversy in our own building right now mm-hmm. surrounding one Matt Fantone. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I think this might be some dudes. There might be something to do this. So, like, our boss, I believe, has trust issues with you. Damn. And I don't understand it. It's weird. Okay. So, like, somebody, somebody close to you wanted to borrow a piece of equipment that we use here. Right. It's a very inexpensive piece of equipment. Right. We're talking a hundred dollar thing. Right. So you ask permission from boss man. Say, hey, somebody I know. Somebody responsible wants to borrow this thing. We should have it back by the end of the day. What's your take on it? And we have more than one of these things. Multiples, yeah. And he accused you of losing one of these things? Yeah, and it's like, dude, all three of them it's are right here. It's a PA system, essentially. Right, all three it? of them are right here. What are you talking about? Like, what, 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 do you, what do you mean I lost one? So he just accuses you of you losing one of these, and you ne- you did not lose one. Out of nowhere, dude. And I'm just like, what? 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 And the reason why we bring this up is because when we, we start going back, like, a... The entire time we've worked here, and he accuses you of, of, of stuff a lot. So, like, just as recently as the Taylor Swift concert. Correct. Okay, so, like, he, 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 you found your way into Taylor Swift. Correct. And then there was, like, an upgrade situation that, like, had happened. Right, and he made that happen for me. Now, without me necessarily asking for it, he was just like, hey, I can do this for you. I'm going to get this done for you. And see, this is actually, and I thought that was actually smart, like, management. Yeah. Like, one of the things you can do to make your talent happy is, well, when you want to be a little tight with the pocketbook, like, if they have a wife or girlfriend, make them happy. Make the home life happy. Right. Then all of a sudden your talent's happy. Show sounds a little bit better, right? Because everybody's getting along. It's smart ba- It's smart management. Right. But he believes that you did not, like, that, that, that you did not use said upgrade. Correct. He, uh, he was like... 
did you did you pick up your tickets last night or you got all pissed at me because like I came in the next morning and he was he was all upset with me. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to thank him. I'm like, dude, thank you. That was awesome last night. And he's like, he's like, I heard there was one one set of tickets that didn't get picked up. Why didn't you pick them up, <laughs> dude? They were in your pocket. And I had the tickets in my pocket because I, I mean, dude, I'm I'm a sleaze stack that picks up that pair of shorts that I was wearing last night and puts them back on. Walked right back in here with the tickets in your pocket. And he was still. And I had tickets in my pocket, photos of me and my girlfriend there. He's like, you didn't use them. I'm like, what are you talking about? I thought he was kidding, right? right? So you left work that day before I did. Right. And he was like, hey, you, get in here. And he has like this girl's Facebook page pulled up. And he was like, this girl won tickets to this Taylor Swift upgrade that, that Fanto was supposed to be at. He was like, look how close she is to that stage. And I was like, well, that's awesome, dude. Good for you. I was like, your that's listeners cool. got to be pumped. Yeah. It's like it was one of the biggest shows. That He's like, no, no, no. He's like, Sansbury. He's like, you're not understanding me. It's <laughs> like, I saw Fantone's, you know, social media pages. They were sitting nowhere close to this. He was like, he didn't use those tickets. He's like, I'm never giving you guys anything ever again. And I was like, dude, what? I was like, is this serious right now? I was like, I was like, you weren't kidding earlier? And he was like, Halfway. He was like, he's not, dude, he made me watch like two Snapchat videos and he was like, I know they didn't pick those tickets up. We took a picture on the floor, but we took it before the snake pit is what he it was called. I believe you pulled the kid out of the cheetah pit either, remember? He, 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 he dude, he, our boss doesn't like you. We took that picture because we That's wanted awesome. to get the whole stage in it. Like, it was like, okay, here's the whole I view haven't of seen it. this picture, so I don't know. It's just, but. A, it's just the two of us standing in front of the Taylor Swift stage. Sure, and like, because yeah. well, my girlfriend was like, a, and that was, that was the only picture we took that night. That was the only, like, I mean, I'm not standing there with my cell phone recording Taylor Swift. Like, you no. know, so it's just like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. He, he, tr- he didn't trust me on the cheetah pit. Said I was lying to, uh, to my face. Yeah, no, he honestly, he went as far as he thought you lied to the news. I know, and he's like, dude, I'll fire you if you're lying about this. And I'm like, dude, are you joking me? <laughs> yeah, I, well, it just goes to show you the radio business, right? Like, some dudes are willing to go that far. And I had, once again, proof that I was there. I had My girlfriend had checked in from the zoo prior to that even happening. So I'm like, dude, you think I had enough foresight to have my girlfriend <laughs> lie about checking into the zoo on we Facebook? We became zoo members. Right, right. And you think I had enough foresight before Somebody even fell into the goddamn cheetah pit, and when I and when my girlfriend lied, I just, just happened to be walking by. Same same dude though that told me not to smoke in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, parade. so the, this is the first example of this. So we'll go all the way back to the first year of the show. Fantone and I don't know each other at all, right? So like, we the show is just like you know started, and here we are, Hall of Fame weekend, and we're in the parade, and he tells Fantone, whatever you do. Don't smoke, because you still smoke cigarettes back then. Don't smoke while sitting in the back of the car in the parade. (laughs) Now, now, full disclosure, we were freshly hired and we both hadn't worked in a while. We both did look poor. Yeah, we were. Because we were poor. Right. I still look poor. And so, and so. Same clothes. You did, when I didn't know you, I was like, oh, questionable decisions. But Fantone brought up a great point this morning before the show started. He goes, dude, if the guy thought I was going to smoke in the parade and he thought I made decisions that bad, he's like, what the hell did he give me a microphone for? And And I was like, dude, that's an excellent point. You have to remember, this isn't smoking like 
like at the parade. It's not like I would be at an no, event. You know like, what I'm on saying? On the back of like a vet. Right, right. Like that's Just the whole waving thing. If, if, on. If, 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 if you were working in an event, you know, a two hour long event or whatever, dude, talents will sneak away and go smoke cigarettes. That happens. And I sure. understand your yeah. boss saying to you, hey, this is your first event, but I'm in the back of the goddamn Corvette. There's Dick Buckets like two cars down from me. Well, you think I'm just going to chief out of Marlboro? God, yeah, dude, I, uh, I don't get it. I, that that is it's amazing. So there's a long track record of not believe of not having a ton of faith in you. I don't I don't understand it How's either. That sit with you Friday morning. I, I have I mean, it's it's brand it's kind of like a new revelation here. But it's not like this is weird. I've never been caught up like in a lie with him. I've never like been dishonest with him. I've never like I've never been late to this job one time. Like there's been zero instances. No, I gotta that. give it to you honestly. Your track record on that you've been close before six a couple of times. But, Every time. Yeah, no, you uh you have you have a phenomenal track record. Before that. that legal ID hits, dude, I I, I am in this studio, <laughs> promise you that. A lot of com- you you could you could make a lot of complaints about you, but that's not so one like, of them. So like I yeah. just don't I mean on the fundamental things, I just don't understand this. I'm like, what like dude, what why would I why would I not have used that upgrade? Like, why would I have not done this? Like Dude, have shown stability, work with charity, right. like you got a pretty you, you know what I mean? You're pretty decent. Right. You don't yell at anybody. I came in the next morning so appreciative of him i'm like dude thank you man that was a big he doesn't deal. believe you dude I like, like dude, i said big deal dude he had snapchat pulled up he was showing me like you know instagram story he's like look how he again he was showing me this girl who won those tickets he was like look how close she is i was like yeah man that's awesome i wish i would right and he was like no, no no you don't understand he's like where's fantone right he's like i should be able to see him in this he was mad oh, he was Jesus, he was mad he couldn't see you in like in her thing i think is what was <laughs> what was going on i uh, i don't know but i feel like now there's got to be something there's got to like maybe do I have to dude, have a coming to Jesus with him or something? I mean, well, he was supposed to come by the house thing. Didn't come by he, that. He was supposed to come by the project rebuild house. Didn't thing. come by that. Didn't do that. Dude, does he hate me? I well, I think hates probably far. But all joking aside, and like you know what I mean, I'm not trying to like stage like a radio bit. Like oh my god, boss is gonna fire Fantone. Right. All joking aside, you might want to swing by. And just, I mean, because that thing with the equipment today, that thing's weird. And accusing you of losing that thing when they're all right there is totally totally weird. So, like, I would just swing by and be like, yo, man, are we good? Like, where are we on this? You know what I mean? Fingers crossed he's here today, right? And maybe (laughs) download somebody else's, like, Taylor Swift Instagram story (laughs) and be like, Photoshop yourself into it. Because, dude, he did not believe you. Bizarre, man. It was like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and he had me watching (laughs) Snapchat videos of, like, this girl. At like Taylor Swift, I couldn't believe it. I uh, I really don't want this much fan tone this early in the morning. Well, you're getting it though. But it is it is morning of wrestling day, and this is something you have never done. And so, dude, I gotta know where the pit of your stomach is, dude. On the on the morning of wrestling day, I want to get your uh, your early morning takes on how you think tonight goes for you. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Uh, before the break, we were talking about how our boss doesn't trust Fantone, and we got like multiple examples of it. And uh, of course, now the audience thinks because you're wrestling tonight, Buzz been seven uh-huh. o'clock, that they think we're setting this up for him to be part of Counter Strike, where he's going to be oh. like one of the guys that wrestles. What an ultimate heel turn that would be! Well, here's the thing: is like there's again, like if you know the history, it's an easy thing to believe because. Well, the boss man used to wrestle. Yeah, loves wrestling. Loves it. Loves it. Yeah, he's a big fan. Is he going to come tonight? No. No, he's not going to come tonight. No, he, um, 
He likes avoiding you and I in social <laughs> situations. I think you know what it is sometimes? Is that because he has such a serious position, I think sometimes he has to lie about the fact that he likes us as much as he does and that we're buddies. Oh, yeah. Or at least me. I don't know what's going on with you and him. The thing I will say is I don't think he dislikes me. I just don't think he trusts me. And it's like there's a difference. That's scary, like, dude. But it's like why? I just I still don't understand it. I mean, you got a pretty good track record. I haven't like if I like wrecked the van and I tried to hide it from him. You know what I mean? Right. If, I, if I rocked the if I wrecked the Rock 1069 Urban Assault vehicle out there, which God, it would just be a blessing to us right now. But I could get that. I could totally get that. But I never did that. I never like was like, man, dude, boy, we gotta hide this. Never got caught like you know like smoking weed in the production room or like banging some chick out in here. You know what I mean? So I just don't. I'm like, what? 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 Yeah, I wonder. Now, part of our job and a part of my job specifically is to be a little bit of a whipping boy. Like, I get that. Like, I 100% yeah, get that. Yeah, are, we are in this building for him to take to, to vent, yeah, to vent frustration. Embrace sure. that. So yes. I think there is some of that, too, yes. where he's like, yeah, dude, I'll bubble over my frustrations of whatever onto you because other you employees can take can't it. take. Right. right. Exactly. I don't, right. I don't, I, essentially, I don't want to make somebody else cry in the building. I therefore, actually kind of like that part of our job a lot. <laughs> Because it's fun, because that's what, dude, I just laugh at him when he's doing it. Therefore, you can take it, but, like, I just, I'm like, all right, man, yeah, I, I, I didn't use the Taylor Swift tickets that I have in my goddamn pocket. Yeah, he does not believe you. In my goddamn pocket. Why wouldn't you do, this is what I said to him, I was like, why on earth, if you give somebody something, the ability to be as close as humanly possible to one of the biggest stars on the planet, why would you think his woman's not going to want to stand right And now? I mean, like, what, what, why, why would I have gotten them? They're in my hands. I still have them over here as, like, proof, because I want to be able to show our CEO of the company when I get fired, like, yes, I did go. Pittman, I'm sorry, dude, yeah, I went. And he, Dude, you should make that photo your email signature. And 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 and, and he didn't go. He told me he was like, "Yeah, dude, uh, something happened, and the well, radio hey, row hey, got hey, canceled." Dude, did, did he tell all of them he didn't go? Like, he didn't go. <laughs> did you just ruin like pieces of best of? <laughs> well, dude, I love if we're, if we're pulling. No wonder things, he doesn't trust you. If we're dude. pulling things out here, good God! All right, let's. I, I want to move on to OCW. Wrestling. Let's do that. I want to move on to OCW wrestling. So, dude, tonight, seven o'clock, Buzzbin. But you're the Correct. main event now. Correct. I still think the name should be Matt Main Event uh, Fantone. I, I, I'm getting pushed back. I can't believe. From OCW, I'm getting pushed back on. I don't understand it. But you do wrestle tonight. Correct. Juice Jennings. Correct. There's a lot of history in this. Look at me trying to take this seriously. (laughs) I I can't even believe it. But there's a lot of history in this. And you two, uh, well, not real big fans of one another. This goes on tonight. Now, you have never done this. Never in my life. Okay, so this is what I find interesting. Now... We in in this industry are performers uh, a a little bit by trade, right? Mm -hmm. So I know this, that as long as you've been in the radio business, which is a long, long time, that no matter what, anytime somebody gives you a microphone and they go, hey, there's a crowd you haven't been in front of yet, there's a little bit of like, oh, God, this can go off the rails. Of course. I don't care where it is. It could be in front of a cell phone store, you know, Sunday afternoon, 11 to 1. It could be at the, you know what I mean, the biggest venue on the state. I don't care where you are. There's always a little bit of like, oh, God, right? This is something you've done a million times. So now we're going to throw something ultra physical, which, dude, you're, I mean, dude, you're not that graceful because of how tall you are. We're going to throw something ultra physical you've never done once and, 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 you're not exactly 
You're a younger person, but not for a body. Oh, dude. I've, uh, both You're 33? My girlfriend has must have said to me, 34, my girlfriend must have said to me a million times, she's like, thank God this wasn't 15 years ago. Thank God. Oh, you would have been obnoxious with this. Even five years ago, you could have talked me into like, yo, maybe this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a pro wrestler now. But at this point, and like I was I was training last night, and uh, they were like, man, dude, you, you, you got that down. You got that down. You're doing that good. Dude, are you going to do this? Is this going to be the thing? And I'm like, no, guys, I'm too old, man. Like, so, I'm, just, I'm just too old for this. This is what I know about Fantone. You're a confident person. So at 6.30 in the morning Friday, I feel like you go, okay, I'm all right. I woke up today. Today's the day. I yep. feel like, all right, now, I, I, you know, I got a grip on my horses. I know where my emotions are. Mm-hmm. I want to fast forward to like 9.30 tonight, like right before your match starts. Right before like, the music dude, hits. When you're in the green room or whatever the hell it is there in Buzz Band and you got the attire on and you like right before you got to go out there. Dude, I'm telling you. I mean, is there? Do you think that there's any chance, like jumping out of an airplane, you get the person up there, they're flying nope, around? Nope, nope, not <laughs> doing dude, it, bro. Like, dude, if we, what, like, if they have to cattle prod your ass out to the the squared circle, like, are you? I mean, what's that feeling gonna be like? I am not concerned. I guess I hadn't run myself through the scenario of, well, you can just not do this, bro. You could just stay in the back right there. I don't think you can. No, of course I can. Of not course show I your can. Face ever? No, I um, I I. I feel confident first and foremost in my teammates. No shame, Jimmy Shane, who will be here at nine o'clock, and uh, Dark Star Matt Taylor. So I know they'll be able to do a lot of the heavy lifting. Um, I feel like I'm going to have a decent, you know, crowd there uh, of, of supporters. I mean, I'm sure there'll be some haters as well. But like, oh, I think Buzzman gets sold out tonight. I know, I know, I know. Uh, my parents are going to be in attendance. My girlfriend, a bunch of my buddies from high school are coming. So like, I know you're coming. So like, coming. there's going to be. I feel yes, like I you know that there. level. And I don't know, man. I very much in life have just tried to be like, well, if you have the opportunity to do it, just go ahead and do it. And I can't disagree with that. I I like that. I, I do. I like it. Experience is good. Yeah, I mean, you got to you know, shooters got to shoot. You got to go out there and do it. And I do a million times yesterday during training, and I'm like. What if I trip here? What if I do this? Or what if what if, what if this happens? And it's just like, dude, who cares? Okay. Like, it's 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 not. I'm not going in there like, yo, dude, I'm the greatest pro wrestler ever. I'm going in there like, dude, I'm a dude who just got to live his dream, who just got to pretend, you know, that he he was who he was on TV for a minute, and that's who we saw on TV for a minute, and that's that's all I can ask for tonight. So much of this is presentation, the wrestling, yeah. thing, which I, you'll obviously be good at. Yeah. What's the attire? What are we wearing? Um, so I think what I'm going with here. And, oh, we don't even know. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I, I, I think at this point I've got it all figured out. Um, we we kind of talked about it. And, you know, a part of the reason why I don't want to go with like a nickname and I don't want to go with like over the top ring attire is because once again, this is me just getting to step into the TV for a minute. This isn't me. I'm not an actual pro wrestler, dude. Everybody there knows that. Like that's the, that's, that's oh. the thing. So I, uh, I, I had to go to Dick's yesterday. Because I had to go get like compression shorts. Yeah. Because like, dude, you just can't wear regular underwear in no, there. Like no, something no. bad's gonna happen. Smart idea. So so I went and got these like 10 inch long, you know, compression shorts. And like I'm just walking around in dicks. And I'm like, is this different than underwear? Is this like what is which one is this? So I, I you know, I had to figure that out. Um, I think I'm going to, I'm definitely gonna wear the Kyrie's because those are like the best athletic shoes I have. They're flashy, and I'm not holding calves grudges anymore, so I'm wearing the Kyrie's. Okay. Um, and then I don't know if I'm gonna wear, I gotta decide on shirt i gotta either go with a buzzbin shirt a uh a uh a, a ocw shirt or 
you know, like a Canton shirt. Like I don't know which I don't I don't know which I'm gonna which I'm gonna do there. Interesting that all three of those things have shirts. We do Rob not. Six nine does not. I would love to wear a Stansberry show yeah, shirt, bro. That's would love, that's love, a, love to. Opportunity missed there. That's yeah, right. we'll uh, yeah we'll jot that right. one down. We'll jot that one down. T-shirts at a radio station. <laughs> Make sure we get that idea yeah, down yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, Trust yeah. that idea. Yeah, we'll jot that one down. Pass that one along there. So, dude, I'm pumped, man. I um I I know a lot of people are going to be coming. I uh I I I'm I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm uh I'm ready to go though, dude. I really am. I uh. I can't believe I'm excited to watch a wrestling thing happen. <laughs> like, I can't believe it, but I am going to go. Uh, I believe my mother's uh, flight came in town last night. Right. But again, we have, uh, we have plans to, uh, to, to hang out tomorrow. So I have uh, I have this evening free, and I just feel like no dude, better place. Yeah, like a tall boy can on the patio of Buzzbend ring out there. You can get like you can get food and just watch Fantone just get like pummeled. Drink beers with my dad. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it'd be a good time for you, dude. Yes, yeah, yeah, dude. Your dad. Yeah, he should be. I I, I would have liked him to be worked into this, but like maybe in the corner. And dude, I, I think we're going wrong with the attire. I know what you're saying. It's just you and this right. and that. But do you got? You, you, you got the stash if it was shaped right. I kind of want, fan, dude. Think Fantone. Think of those of you that know what he looks. Fantone is Sergeant Slaughter. I just think it's awesome. I don't know why. I just think that's awesome. Maybe it's because it's a wrestler from, that I remember. But I just think you as Sergeant Slaughter would be cool. I think we should have made that happen. Maybe I'll throw somebody in like his camel clutch or something. You know, maybe I'll make that happen. All right. Let's not let's not get overboard here, dude. <laughs> do you? All right, over under on things something bandaged Monday morning when you come into work. I do. The thing I'm worried about is Saturday at Kia of Alliance, eleven to one. Like I'm legit. Like man, what am I gonna do if I can't get out of bed? Look at the plug. I mean, just seamless, dude. <laughs> seamless. Like that's what I'm worried about. Screw my body. I'm worried I'm not gonna be able to do my duties. Look at it. Oh, well done. Why doesn't the boss trust what, me? Exactly right, boss man. I don't what get is it. the man? matter with you the kid's on it he's all over it nobody likes him everybody's <laughs> out to root against him tonight that's why i'm going buzz been seven o'clock that'll be fun more sansbury show right around the corner hang on yo guys fans home from the sansbury show here honor fighting championship bringing mma action back to the flats that's right it is honor fighting championship six it is fight night at nautica and all goes down august 18th up in cleveland now listen tickets are already moving fast i don't want you to get shut out so go get yours at honorfightingchampionship.com the lineup is already stacked and it includes friend of the Stansberry show, uh, the vanilla gorilla Nick Brashear. He'll be making his MMA pro debut at fight night. You don't want to get shut out on this, dude. Tickets still available uh, including VIP packages. Get yours at honorfightingchampionship.com Rock 106.9 Welcome back to the Stansberry show. We're on Rock 106.9. We do have Leonard Skinner tickets for you. Munch will join us shortly after 7 o'clock. I actually did Munch's show yesterday. How'd that go? Uh, it was pretty good. I, uh, it was a weird feeling for me. I, um, you know, that was like my first job was being his assistant in the radio business. It was like the first job I had. And so it was like a little full circle there. You know what I mean? To go like in the, his studio and like, you know, do the show with him. It was kind of cool. I, uh, he was all jacked up too because of the tribe trade. Okay. Oh like, yeah. God, I can only I imagine. Mean, dude, he was like jacked up. And, you know, he was asking me about it, and I said, you know, admittingly, baseball's the sport out of, like, baseball, football, basketball that I know the least. But for me, it's more about a 
a societal impact. And I've been kind of hammering baseball about the fact that, like, I feel like they do a bad job presenting their game to me, like getting it in front of my eyes, making me want to care about it, selling me narrative. And I was telling him, you know, like we talk NBA all year now, like it's like it's an all year league, and football's been an all, all year league for you know years. I believe NBA was trying to follow that model. And um, <clears throat> I said to him, I was like, I I feel like this is a great trade that they needed to make because everybody knows like they needed help in that department. And if you win a World Series, like baseball can help sell this story, like. You lose LeBron, but look, baseball heals the pain. Like, like lean on baseball. And if you can sell like a warm blanket, home comfort kind of feel story with it, and you know you lose the, the you know the most famous athlete of a generation, but then lean on this game that's kind of has like an intention problem because baseball, I guess, makes a ton of money. Like, I guess their websites do well, like all that kind of stuff. Like the fans are insanely loyal, but like they they suffer with like me, the casual fan. And I feel like it's part of the reason why is because they don't sell the story of their drama as well as the NFL and the NBA. And I feel like if that's the thing that I think baseball needs to hope for it and the Indians. I think they they doubled down and were like, look, we want to win a World Series. And I think if I'm Major League Baseball, I want them to win the World Series. Yeah, like... The Indians obviously, I think, position, position themselves to win now and hopefully be set up for the future um, in one move there. But I think there is a point to what you're saying because, let's be real, a lot of baseball enthusiasts and fans and, and Indians fans were like, oh my gosh, this is the move. This is exactly what they needed to win a title. And if I ask most people who this pitcher is, this Brad Hand is, nobody knows. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. He's an all-star too. So right. it's like, you know, obviously From the Padres, yeah. Right. Like a big, a big, you know, what he's a, should he, be. He's a get. Right. He's a talented but you player. Don't know that. But a vast majority of people, if you'd be like, If the Cavs were gonna what? get a get today, you would know the get. If the Browns were gonna get a get today, you would know who that is. That's exactly that's what a great way to say what what I'm always trying to say is that I I understand that the people who are insanely, you know, passionate about baseball, I just think the group is a little bit smaller than maybe the other sports. And I think that if baseball can sell, I, I think if you're Major League Baseball, you kind of want, if, if you're thinking about it that way. Now, they don't, now, admittingly, none of the leagues like to like kind of mix sports like that a whole lot. But if there's a way to sell it, like, hey, lean on baseball to get you through, there's a there's something in that story. You wouldn't even have to directly come out and say it. I just think that the Indians making a big run at this point would the emotion would take it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the narrative would write itself there. You wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to be so on the nose about it. You wouldn't have to be like, dude, replacing LeBron or these dudes. It would just be like naturally occurring. And depending on what the Browns do, I mean, there is a hole there for the Indians to to certainly step up into. You know what it is with baseball and me too? Is like, I love going to the park when it's nice out in the summer, hot dog, draft beer. I love that. Much like how I love Blossom. I like being outdoors. So I, you can, you can seduce, baseball can seduce me in with that. But on TV, I, there's something, I like October baseball. A little breath coming out of the mouth. You can see it. A little, you know, it's chill in the air. It matters. Like when I, I am really a, a, I love all sports when it comes right down. Like I can watch the World Cup. As long as something matters, if something like the game's on the line, somebody can win or lose. When seasons are real long, like you can lose me a little bit with baseball a little bit like that because how long the season early on do all these games really really matter I'm not a hardcore fan I guess the, what a hardcore fan would call me is a bandwagoner I guess I, I I call it casual 
And, you know what I mean? And, but I am a much more engaged NFL viewer, NBA viewer. But I, I think if I'm Major League Baseball, I'm rooting for the Indians, and I'm trying to sell that narrative, that story, some way, somehow. And I'm rooting for them to win the World Series if I'm the rest of the league. We will talk to much about all of it. That'll be next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. I cannot wait to talk to my good buddy, Mark Munch Bishop. Munch on sports. Catch him weekdays at 3, Fox Sports 1350, everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. I did his show yesterday, and as a matter of fact, Fantone and I came up with a great idea, Munch. We think like the next time, dude, the three of us should get together one afternoon and spend an hour talking uh, Ohio sports. I think that'd be a good idea. Let's get it done. We'll get you guys up here. We will call it the... Uh Stansbury Show Council of Wisdom. How's that? It. There it is. I love it. I love it. I uh, I know you're pumped up about the tribe trade. You and I you know, went back and forth a little bit on that yesterday. I know there's a lot of stuff going on around with Kawhi Leonard, but I'm actually going to start with the NFL here with you. You may. I didn't actually hear about this until just this morning. Somebody else in the hallway said this to me, and I didn't know this. But Jimmy Garoppolo, 49ers quarterback, apparently was like openly out on a date with a porn star. Yes. Now... Kira Mia, I believe, is what her name is, and I, she looks like she's in her like forties. Um, she's got a little Sofia Vergara thing going on. Uh, she's very, she's very, very, him. she's very, very attractive. But I got to ask you the question: Is the NFL ready for a franchise quarterback to be openly dating porn actresses? Well, you know, they're not. But think about this. They welcome sexual abusers to remain in the league. Look at wow. Jameis Winston, okay? Uh, Ray Lewis has been idolized, and he was involved in a double murder. We can go on and on. But still, Colin Kaepernick cannot get a hookup with the team. And I'm a Yankee doodle dandy. You know, I've got still members of the family in the military. So the whole league is still bizarre. But then, as we mentioned yesterday, they're the one that's not in trouble, okay? But there's just more craziness. But I'm looking at Garoppolo. Come on, dude. You know what I mean? I hope he runs it through a car wash with a wire brush first. It's, to me, there's a couple of things here. Um, I'm not sure it's the best look for a franchise quarterback. It's one of these things in life where there's different rules for who you are, right? For, for, right. What, for what your position is. I'm not sure it's the best look for a franchise quarterback. I'll also say this. That I think if the quarterback looked more like Tyrod Taylor and less like Jimmy Garoppolo, I think the conversation is different, Right. Interesting to note. Uh, we would have to. Would it be just because of the jungle fever aspect? Jeez. No. Wow. Yeah. No. Wow. Um, no. But you brought it up. I, I just, No. I think much like I've always said about Gronk, I feel like Gronk gets a pass, and I do think it's because he looks like a frat boy from like a nice you know university where sometimes you know you know the media gets pegged with this a lot. Like you know somebody gets called you know thug and somebody gets called this. I do think sometimes with NFL players, like I think Gronk gets a pass, and if other, when other athletes act the way he does, it's like oh we should really tone that down. And I feel like there is a little bit of that, and I hate when people do this when it's not warranted. But I do think if Tyrod Taylor showed up with a porn star, well, A, it would be different because you're a Browns quarterback, not the 49ers. I would have to admit that. But there is a race component there where I think Jimmy G's going to get let off the hook on this a little bit more than some other players in the NFL would. There is no doubt. Now, let me hit you with this, too, and think about it. And I'm just going to do this is a great freaking topic, man, because I've always felt that Steph Curry, you look at him, 
wow, that's little stuff, the cute little kid next door, that LeBron comes out of his house, you're like, oh, my God, i got to get a pit Same bull. exact i got to get a security system. Same exact i got to get tenable to prove my property. There's a Mandingo warrior listening to me, and it's exactly right. Guys, one thing that I've always joked about is that you know, you're walking down the street, you see somebody like Garoppolo walking towards you, you're going to keep walking toward him. You see Tyrod walking towards you, you may cross the street, I pride myself that I was a guy that used to cross the street on when I was younger. Well, there you go. All right, let's move over to the Indians there. I know <laughs> I know you love the trade. Indians get a couple of relievers. Yes. They get two, which I like. And people are worried about trading away prospects, and I understand it. But when you got a team that's good and you can make a run, don't you got to double down on now and worry about you, you know prospects later because you got, you got a good team on the field. You just need to help it, right? Dan, 100%. In fact, say what you will, but when the Tigers were going to World Series, when they were going to, you know, dominating the Central, Mr. Illich, their owner, and like he used to say, thank God people love pizza, okay? That's where he got his money. He used to say, go out and get whoever you want, whatever it costs. You see the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers do that. Oh, yeah, the window of opportunity closes quickly. However, now with Hand and Simber, the Indians' window of opportunity isn't going to close that quickly. It's going to be open for another year or two. Rarely can you say that. I will note this, though, that these Indians still looking for an outfield bat, but they have already come out and said that they're not going to trade prospects unless there's one that's lower, lower level, you know, not high-ranked in the organization at all. Because they said one thing to note, fans, and this is from Chris Antonetti, because you got to chill. Because all of a sudden you see Frazier and Justice Sheffield with the Yankees playing great, great baseball. In a couple of years, you're going to see Mejia playing great, great baseball with other teams. So you can't flip out over it, okay? Because to get what you got yesterday, you had to give up Mejia. Yeah, Mejia was a great prospect, no question about it. But the urgency of now obviously struck the I'll Indians, and they and they, and they and they and they I think made the right move. Um, a lot of talk about the bullpen with the tribe recently, and you know, obviously the addition of Brad Hand is going to be a big shot in the arm. Uh, the other thing that I feel like has almost gotten thrown to the side recently is the return of Andrew Miller. Where is he? What's going on? And, and, and how's he doing right now? Well, you know what? He's been doing his thing in Columbus. Right now, everything does look good. We're going to see when he goes full tilt because, you know, you're pushing off, you're landing on those knees and the legs, and let's hope he can do it. Guys, I'm going to say this, and if Antonio breaks my heart, I don't think you'll ever, ever see the dominant Andrew Miller that you saw in 2016. But out of a 10 out of 10, he was a 12 out of 10 if there's such a thing. You get him up to a mere mortal status, 9 out of 10 or something, he'll be better than good. But think about it. In 16, it was one of those performances that you rarely see out of any human being. We're talking to Mark Munch, Bishop. Catch him every day, weekdays at 3, Fox Sports 1350, everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. Munch, I know you're doing double duty. I know we're up against it. So let me just ask you percentage-wise. Give me a number. Yes, sir. Percentage. Indians win the World Series. What percent? Oh, wow. You know what? Right now, I'd have to put it at uh, an even 50-50. Wow. Wow. Yeah, dude, they're going to go to the series, so then we'll see what – once you go – Anything can happen. You got, yeah, you're right. Love you just got to get there, and you, then you have a shot at it. Catch Munch weekdays at three. Fox Sports 1350 everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app, and Friday morning seven o'clock right here with the Sandsbury Show. Munch, we'll talk to you again next week, buddy. Have a great weekend. Love you guys. You too. Talk to you too much. It was so 
so much fun being in his studio yesterday. Oh, I'm sure, good man. Dude. I mean, it's good always dude. good to have him on the phone, but like in person, he's such a he's, he's infectious. Such a, he is. He's a boost, man. And dude, Key of Alliance, he's going to be there too, eleven oh, yeah. to one on dude, Saturday. Seamless. Why does our boss not like you? Ding, dude, getting it in seamless. there. Seamless. But I can't wait. Like I'm already like, dude, me and Munch hanging out for two hours. It's going to be awesome. I said to him, by the way, yesterday, I said, hey, to him. I said, hey, I said, Fantone's dad is a big fan. He was like, really? I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, so I was like, we, we you got to come down. We got to like, always like, we got to go like, you know, get beers. And he was like, oh yeah, he's in. So like, excellent. Tell Mike Fantone that's we'll gonna make happen. It happen. I don't know why I was. I'm hell bent on making that happen. <laughs> I can't wait to see that night go down. All right, something's going. Something is about to go down, and um, I'm pro this product, but I'm uneasy about this new frontier on it. And that's next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry and his boy Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Again, another reminder, tonight, 7 o'clock, Buzzbin Fantone wrestles. Uh, people have been hitting me up asking me, um, as far as I know, there will still be tickets available at the door, but don't dilly-dally on this one. Like, Make sure you get there early. I think Buzzman opens at 4. I don't want people to be like, what the hell, Fantone? So get there. It could sell out. Feels pretty pretty, 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 freak, or pretty likely. I mean, like, Buzzman's not a huge place. No. And if everybody who said to me, yo, I'm coming, is coming, make sure you get there and get your tickets early, people. You have me on some sort of list, correct? Yeah, you'll be on the list. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. You do, We got no shame Jimmy Shame coming in at 9 o'clock, dude. It's going to be fine. Jimmy can get you on a list. I'm just saying. That's uh, their new door person's the one that called me the old ass man. Oh. Oh. Little snot. Well, I'm actually looking forward. I want her to be there. I want to be. I, I'd like. No, I want to be a little snotty back. I, okay. I, I, I took a week. I thought of. I, I got comebacks. Now. Okay. I got things. I got snaps. Right. I'm ready to go. Jerk store ran out of you. All right. What a weird transition. Now Here we into go. This. Um, when you put a show together every day, I will admit that there are things where I'm like, oh, dude, Friday, and I got to talk about that. Like, all right, perfect example of what I'm talking about. There are three different emails in my inbox of three different stories where a mother killed her baby. Three. That, to me, doesn't feel like a Friday morning subject. Okay. So it's like, ah, yeah, maybe not. Like, maybe on a Wednesday, you're like, all right, hey, can you believe where motherhood's going? And, you know, it's something like that. You know what I mean? Trap everybody into listening, the whole smoke and mirrors. <laughs> Welcome to radio, right? Okay. But on Friday morning, it doesn't feel like it. And this is along that line. Now, a little less serious, at least right now, I think we'll be end up getting pretty serious in this subject in the, you know, year or two to come. But it, not necessarily like, you know, a jovial Friday morning, let's have fun conversation. But apparently gun rights activists now, and again, I'm pro-gun, I own two, right, have reached a settlement that will allow them to post 3D printable gun plans online starting August the 1st. Apparently, there was a multi-year legal battle that started when Cody Wilson uh, posted plans for a 3D printed handgun called the Liberator. This was back in 2013, so this has been quite a while now. It's a single-shot pistol was made almost entirely out of ABS plastic. I believe this is akin to Legos. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And it can be made on a 3D printer, which we looked up this morning. Again, the price of those things 
has come dramatically down. You can get in like an entry level like 3D printer for around 200 bucks, and then there's like a really good one you can buy for around 7,000, which I know you're thinking $7,000. But dude, when you think about the fact that people buy $7,000 jet skis and like, you know, four-wheelers and like all kinds well, of stuff, if you want this, that's not exactly outside of a price range somebody would pay for something. And there's obviously an in-between too. You know sure, what I mean? It's yeah. not just 207,000. Mean. Apparently the only metal parts are the firing pin and a piece of metal included to comply with the undetectable firearm act um so they had like stopped this and now but they've won and now they're going to be able to do this now again i'm a pro-gun person and i don't want to say that i'm anti 3d printed gun because we're this is a new frontier so i don't know where where we're going to be headed but i all i can do is be honest with you and tell you that my first initial reaction is i'm uneasy that i'm not sure that i'm that, that this is going to lead to the best things for us I believe some of the gun hysteria that's going on in this country is a little unwarranted. I do believe we have a gun issue in this country. I believe we have a mental health issue in this country. I think that sometimes those two things, obviously the diagram, you know, they intersect with one another and, you know, one helps the other lead to some bad things. Okay. I don't necessarily mean that that means that we should disarm everybody in America. Of course, that not that's crazy. Okay. But. Anytime something new like this comes out, you do got to think, okay, well, where are the downfalls here? Where's the slippery slope? There is going to be a ne- to any positive, there's a negative. So where is that negative? Yeah, I mean, these things are fundamentally untraceable, correct? Because how could, I mean, if you're producing it within your own home, so, there's no way that any, there's no way they can know. Well, somebody, uh, I'm asking a question here, all right? So I don't know. But I would imagine that people smart enough to create 3D printing saw this far ahead right. and had to understand what Americans were going to want to do with it. Make something they can have sex with, make right. something they can kill somebody else with. Right. Because that's just human nature. Right. So much like when I take a photograph on a cell phone, there's an imprint. It can be, was it geotagged or whatever I believe it's called? Excuse me if I'm wrong on that. That. I would imagine anything printed some way, somehow, like there's an imprint somewhere so that they know. Is there an alert? I, I don't know. It's, a piece, of, it's a piece of plastic. No, I, I'm, I'm going to say no to that. Is that it, these, this is it's a, it's a Lego. There's yeah, no but, way. But but you put a file into it to have it printed. So I'm saying, isn't there like there's there's on some level we're recording everything that's 3D printed, right? No, I mean, you, you, unless I mean, like, no, like, under what they're not, they're not just like keeping track of what people are printing with those things. No, so it's like there's no way for you to know who, or who's, or how many guns you've produced, what you've done with those. Like, there's just no way, and those are one shot uses too. So it's not like you're going to keep that. So like. I mean, and the thing they said, well, there's going to be a piece of metal in there to make sure that it's it's detectable. And it's like, well, yeah, these plans, once you open up the floodgate of like, hey, it's okay to have gun building plans on a 3D printer. We'll you know, there's, right. You know, they're going to get around. Yeah. It. Technology doesn't get created and then come to a standstill. It goes downhill. Now, the firing pin, I don't know how they're going to make that out of plastic. I, I don't know. But I'm sure there's someone working on it right now. And there's also. You're shooting real bullets out of those. These aren't like plastic bullets that they're shooting. You're shooting a real bullet out of that gun, and it, the explosion from that bullet is, what, the is what cracks the gun right there. Again, today, 
Right, 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 right. 20 years from now, five, two years from now, next year. How far, I mean, if we're this close in 2018, how close are we to, uh, you know, 15-round magazines, multi, you know what I mean? How, bump are, stocks, I mean, all of it. Exactly, I mean, dude, right, we can't right. be that far away from printable bump stock. You can't. Well, I mean, no, because like you said, this all originated in 2013, so that's five years ago. Where has the technology been in the last five years? I have to assume it's made a huge leap, so like five, five years from now... So for for people, I can feel like pro gun people pulling away from me a little bit. All okay. right. So 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 olive branch time. I would be uneasy about you three D printing a car. You see what I'm saying? So a product that I'm totally okay with you owning. It's not necessarily about that. It's like there are safety things in in these things that are out there that it's like uh, like really we're just gonna we're just gonna give you a production line at home for this. I mean, think about the safety regulations that go into a car. Do right. you really want somebody making their own Honda Accord? I don't. No. I don't want that. No. I don't want that at all. But I guess, I mean, like, I don't want somebody driving some sloppy jalopy Honda Accord down the street that could be falling apart. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, if I'm 3D printing this car, and I know this is a different, but if I'm 3D printing this car, it's like, you don't have a right to tell me not to do that. I mean, you can say, I don't feel comfortable with it. I don't give a damn what you feel comfortable about with. Like, it's me. I'm an American citizen. I have a right for to have a firearm if I want to 3D print it or if I want to go to well, Cabela's and I buy mean, it. We, well, hold on. We do have laws about what's safe to drive on the road and what. Not so, like, I, the, the, I think law enforcement could tell you, no, 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 dude, you're not driving a 3D printed car on the road. I think they could tell you that. Uh, they could if they, you know, <laughs> if they made a law about it. I'm just saying, on the fundamental level of like, there's plenty of automobiles out there where it's like, I, I, I you, you this, shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing it. I can't tell if this is one of those things that I'm terrified of because I'm getting older. And so, like, I'm looking at the world like, Jesus, everything's laughing me by. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I can't tell if it's one of those or if it's like, dude, don't we already kind of have enough issues with these things where printing them off at home and, the and, and, and you know, in the den might not be the best way to go? But I just I just don't see. What's this, what's the purpose of a single shot gun for me? If you if I mean, uh, the Second Amendment is the right is that you have. Yeah, no, I understand that. And I again, that's not the conversation I'm looking for. I'm just saying, what's the practical use? Because like. If you're talking home protection, it's not like you hear somebody rattle the front door. Well, print the gun. I mean, it's going to take a while to print. So, like, do you just have it printed off? You're sitting in the end table. Exactly. And I it's mean, just for like the 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 what if scenario. The one shot. Like, I that just actually need makes one me bullet. like it a little bit more. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Why? Why not? That actually makes me warm up to the idea a little bit more. But I mean, like, I mean, how much more complicated does this make like an officer's job where it's like now ev- literally every toy gun could be a gun like there is no like well dude that's an orange gun that that kid's playing with oh, therefore God. it's fine we're talking literally anything could be a gun right now that that looks you know like that so how, how much tougher does that job get and now you can't trace like i said i mean like you're not going to be able to trace these guns because the gun is it's it's plastic it's destroyed it's it, 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 like I, I don't know, man. I, I can't assume that law enforcement well, is thrown about you, this. Even if you could, it's like cameras. Like people always say, well, the guy's on camera. What do I care? I'm still laying dead in the street. Right. He shot me. Great. Right. You're going to catch him. Fine. I'm still dead. You know what I mean? That's why I always say, no, 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 more cops on the ground because that's what I think prevents people. Like, you know what I mean? A camera doesn't stop people from doing stuff. I um I, I don't know, dude. I feel very much like you on this, where it's like, dude, I'm not anti-gun. I'm not. I think it's 100% acceptable and appropriate for people that want a gun to have a gun. Like, go ahead and do it. But this just seems like there's so much. There's It's such a big can of worms that's opening up there. I, I don't know where I stand on this. Well, Dwayne's got a great point. He's like, dude, he's like, you do understand there are metal 3D printers as well. And he's right. I mean, like, dude, sooner or later, this is where we're going, right? 
And I, I like again, I own two. I'm all for it. I want you to protect your house. Do whatever you got to do. I'm all for it. But there, I don't know. It does. It makes me feel uneasy. This is like, you know how I feel about this? Not like this is not the same thing, but, but I remember when meth first started to like break out through the country. I was like, dude, drug addicts can make their drugs. Like, think about that. Like, dude, a cocaine addict wasn't making cocaine in the back bedroom. When you go in, a drug addict can make their drug. Like, how is that going to turn out for the country? And sure enough, it's like really bad. You know what I mean? Now, I don't want to think, I don't want to, I'm not linking gun ownership to, you know, drug addiction. That's not what I'm saying. Like I said, I own two. I'm just ripping them off and like selling, you know, printing them off in my house. Even I don't know. It makes me uneasy. Like I said, I want you to be able to own a car. I don't necessarily want you going down the street tomorrow in a car you printed off in your garage. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. And it's gross things we all do. And there's things on this list that it has to be terrified to talk to anybody ever again. <laughs> That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 1069. 830. We'll pass out those uh, Leonard Skinner tickets. That shows on the 27th at Blossom. We'll get you hooked up. All right. I uh I have admitted plenty of weird things about myself yeah, yeah. on this program. Uh one of them that people will bring up and reference quite a bit is uh the taking of the dental floss. Flossing the teeth with it and then kind of like smelling the floss there. That's gross. That is pretty gross, dude. Admittingly, it's gross. But I have a list of things here that they claim are gross things that everyone does. Okay. Now, smelling your floss is not on it. However, something very akin to it is, which is smelling your own bad breath cupping your hand over your thing and kind of doing that and people getting off on that. No, no, no. I know what you're thinking. What? You're thinking I'm doing a breath test there yeah. to see no, if I need to freshen. They mentioned that. This is people doing it for the pleasure of smelling something bad. I have never done that. I have never in my life been like, oh, dude, let me smell in that 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 you know coffee breath, or I haven't brushed my teeth yet. I've never done that. I think it's I think it's very similar. Now I don't necessarily like um, get off on this, but there are people who really like smelling like their own like fart. Like people, there are people who like really like that that like that kind of you know it's bet you know it's bad. You, it's you shouldn't enjoy it, but for some reason you do. Yeah, but your butt's supposed to stink. Your mouth's not supposed to. So like to me, like go brush your teeth. If you're sitting there like huffing your own like bad breath, man, like dude, dude, go scrub them chompers. They they claim biting your lip and eating the result of it is is something gross that everybody does. I don't know. I'm biting my lip? No, I'll bite like like I'll, the skin that kind of comes off that. You know, how you, like you can peel. I'll bite my fingernails and I'll chew on those, but I won't biting my lip and like chewing skin off my lip. Never done that. Really? Uh. Oh, I've done that. I do that. Do you adjust your junk and then smell your hand? I'd be a liar to say no, right? I think every I think everyone who has junk has done that. It's one of those things. It's almost magnetized. Like you don't want to do it. <laughs> And that's just it. <laughs> so Fantone does the motion. And here's what's interesting about it is that you nailed it because for some reason 
Get once you've done that, your your hand close proximity to your face isn't enough. It is actually DUI test approved fingertip to Jeez. nostril, Jeez. and like for some reason that that is that's the way that goes down. That's gross. Yeah, but every guy has has done that for sure. I would agree. This is another thing they claim everyone does: masturbating in a public restroom. Everyone, everyone. Well, now again, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm fine tooth combing over this too much because, dude, well, let's be honest, we all get a little loose with the English language, okay, okay. right? So I don't, so I'm sure that there's a, a little bit of that in there. So listening to this show right now, men and women, all people included, percentage, listening to the show right now, have masturbated in a public restroom. Now, are we talking? Are we talking? In their entire life, or are we talking in their adult life? Because that's two different things. Because I imagine <laughs> when you're a 15 year old, just chronic masturbator, and dude, everything that you see just you know is 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 making your pants move. Uh, then we're we're in a different conversation. I feel like you're looking for your own personal well, loophole. I'm just, I'm, no, I'm just saying that like I can see where that would come into play. Where it's like, well, yeah, you know, dude, I was 15 and I masturbated at Subway, you know, or whatever. I, I masturbated at the McDonald's or okay, whatever. Like, fair, but okay, but, I I I will give you exactly what you're looking for. 21 and over. Listening to us right now. Responsible adult making good decisions. Well, I mean, again, no. let, let's, okay. yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But w- should be able to know I should not do this here. 21 and over have masturbated in a public restroom, percentage-wise, listening right now. I hope under 20. Uh, you think higher. Oh, 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 bro, it's sex, dude. I'm telling you. I think it's pretty high. I want you to think about some of the guys you know who listen to this show. Okay. Some of the ones you know okay. and have met and interacted with. Yeah. Let's not start listing names. No. We'll, you and I will do that during the next Godsmack song, and we'll get the list down. But, bro, I got four for sure. But dudes but dudes that have transitioned me into the fist bump because I no longer want to shake hands. Like, that's the kind of guy we're talking about. So, like, yeah. Why, dude, why, like a Bond villain, <laughs> would you give up our evil plan and Just plot? Me, now, dude. tonight at Busman, when I won't shake anybody's hand, they're going to be like, dude, I didn't masturbate in here. I like I hope you didn't, but dude, if we're talking men and women, I want to say less women have done it, even though probably easier for them to do. Probably easier. But what do you think's happening here? Do you think you just see somebody so attractive that you're like, oh my God, I have to go pull on it right now? I think for some people, yes, that is part of it. I I don't think it's a huge portion. Dude, what do you always say to me? What? What do you always say to me? That you've you've experienced a little bit of a different life because of what you've done. Sure. But you take an average person, just, you know what I mean, like out there, you don't think that that, like, who doesn't. So the waitress is just so hot and so attractive. You're like, dude, I can't even wait. Well, let me ask you this. As a human, as a grown man, right? Have you ever thought to yourself, have you ever seen a person and then went and then later on you didn't like do it right then and there but then you thought about them well later the spank on. bank is a thing that's a spank bank's a thing right so, exactly right so now all we're so now we're admitting that that's an acceptable thing to do it's just now time frame of when you saw a person to when spank should happen more, that's a different thing so you mean to tell me you don't feel like there are guys who whose time limit can't be like trusted longer than a half hour more than time limit it's geographical location dude i don't care if you see somebody and directly walk into your house and masturbate dude that's fine do whatever you need to do with your life but dude you can't you can't you 
you can't get out of the restaurant. You can't even get to your automobile where at least you have some level of like privacy and some level of like, so you've just got to go directly from oh, like. Oh, I feel like you got less privacy in an automobile in public than you do in a public bathroom. Oh, I'm going to disagree with that one. I think Dude, it, a lot of public bathrooms are like a one person situation. I, sure, but a lot of public bathrooms are multiple person situations. Here's are. what the other thing you're not thinking of, and this would be really gross. But dude, what do you think? What do you think's going on in some of those porta potties at concerts? Uh, you don't think Rock on the Range? You don't think dudes are in there just releasing out? I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, they I, are. I don't. I never thought of that because, like, honestly, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think I love an orgasm as much as the next person on the face of the planet. Yeah, a little but too like, much, probably. But like, good lord, well, not apparently not because, dude, I'm not just pulling on it in the middle of in the middle of the Rock on the Range like during a set that I don't want to watch. Last man. Public last public restroom where you feel like you've done that. I don't. I I genuinely don't know if I have a story of me going into a bathroom. What do you got over there? Because you got something, right? I mean, yeah, there was a gas station I worked at when I was like, you know, but I was over twenty one. So like, and that's what I was gonna say is I'm gonna cut you a break if you're if you were a fifteen year old chronic masturbator who was like, dude, I'm doing it at school or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm not saying that that's gonna get you out of suspension. I'm just saying like, okay, you're making terrible decisions. But once you're an adult, like, come on, man. So let me leave you with this: as their theory is, is that everyone. Is masturbating in public restrooms, which again, I, I'm getting hung up on the everyone. word everyone. But dude, if they're saying oh, that, you. it's 60 some percent. No, but no. so another thing on the list is leaving a public restroom without washing your hands. So oh, think about that. God. Mix those two things together. Well, dude, if you're going to do it in the bathroom, I don't expect you to be the kind of person, or if you're going to do it in a public bathroom, I don't expect you're going to be the kind of person to wash your hands. That's fair, right? Clint's asking me, does a public restaurant count? Yes. 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 Dude, let me just warn you of this. Nobody is going to have a sense of humor if you get caught in a public no. restroom. It's funny right now, but when the cop shows up, I'm telling you, dude, like having to tell your neighbors what you did the rest of your life or 10 years or whatever the hell that list is, I would not want any single part of that. Jimmy G, dating a porn star. Ray Lewis also giving us a little insight on what his Hall of Fame speech will be like. We're giving you all that. That's next on Rock 106. Yo, guys, Fantone from the Stansberry Show here to tell you about the Rollholt Vision Institute. It still happens to me all the time, dude. I wake up in the morning, I reach for my glasses, and all of a sudden I remember, dude, you do not need those. I got 20-20 vision thanks to the LASIK surgery I had done at Rollholt. And I'm telling you, your summertime is going to be so much easier when you don't have to worry about glasses or contacts. So if you've been thinking about LASIK surgery, I know you have some questions, which is why the Rollholt Vision Institute has made everything perfectly clear for you at their website. That is RollHoltVision.com. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 1069, 8.30. We'll pass out those Leonard Skinner tickets. That shows on the 27th at Blossom. We'll get you hooked up. So, I found this out this morning. Apparently, it broke a little bit yesterday. Franchise quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, like an esteemed like franchise in the league, I guess was like openly out with a porn star. Now, when you think about it, really shouldn't be that big of a deal. It's a legal profession. She's an attractive woman. He's a young, attractive guy. He's got some money. She's not she's much older than he is. I think she's like 41. He's 26. And aside from the double standard of that, that's fine. I date younger women all the time. I'm not going to knock. You know what I mean? Fine. Do whatever you want. Right, But America does seem to have a problem with, we like our porn stars on our computer. Don't come into our, what are you doing in here? What are you doing in our life? Get away from there. You stay on porn up. What are you doing in my real life? Like that is, we kind of shun that. Like it's not like if a rock star shows up somewhere with a porn star. But I think even that now, 
I think would be like, Ugh, dude, did you bring a porn chick to the Grammys? Like, I still think people would be like, what, like, what are you doing? Yeah, at least with that, though, there is a little bit of to be expected, you know? Yeah, like you two kind of go together. Um, I feel like comedians get that break, too, where it's like those dudes can kind of do it, but if an actor, like a respected actor, did it, it would be looked kind of down their nose there. Yeah, it all depends on, yeah, it depends on who you are there. It really does, right? So this really shouldn't be a big deal, but... I got to tell you, I don't think the NFL likes this at all, right? Now, first of all, her name is Kiara Mia. And uh, if you go to Facebook.com slash Sansbury Show, we like put the link up so you can see her. She's attractive. She's kind of got like a Sophia Vergara thing going on. Yeah, I mean, she's a porn- pornographic actress. Like, yeah, she's pretty attractive. Like, yeah, she's, she's not, she's not know, gross. She's sexy, right? She, I guess she started doing porn in her mid-30s. Seems to be more and more the story nowadays, or at least... Welcome it, to being broke. That, that that avenue is a little bit more acceptable. It's definitely not just like, you know, hot 18-year-olds anymore. No, 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 not at all. Although, like, one of the porn hoes that's... Or I shouldn't say that. One of the porn actresses that's, like, burning up the industry right now is that Elsa Jean girl from right here. Yeah. She is, like, 23 or something. Glenn like Oak she, graduate right yeah, there. She's super young, but she's, like, honestly, she's, like, one of the hottest things in that industry right now. Um, But I... Dude, if... <sighs> What did I say about Baker Mayfield running from the cops? Is that it's a decision-making. You're showing me your decision-making. That's what quarterbacks do. So I got to stay consistent here. And if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, this is not the best decision-making for a franchise quarterback. The the decision that you're questioning is you are inviting yourself to drama or you are bringing negative light onto the team. Like, this chick is going to be a nut job, and she's going to, you know, mess no. with your head. What's, so what's the bad decision he's making from the, from the team perspective or the NFL perspective? I, you're bringing a ne- what should not be, and not in my opinion, but, but a negative storyline into your team. It's a huge distraction. I mean, even dating like a Kardashian is a distraction. Now you throw porn star. At least they're an A-list celebrity. Now you throw like porn star, which again, let's not uh, store. I didn't even hear. I didn't even know this woman's name until, you know what I mean, this morning. Like I have never heard of this woman. I don't know if I've ever seen anything she's in or whatever. Now there's a, th- there's a million porn stars I don't know, so God only knows. But it's... It is. It's. It. I. I can't imagine if you're John Lynch, GM of the 49ers, you don't like this today. If you're, if you're Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan, head coach of the 49ers, you don't like this. So is this like you bring up Kim Kardashian? But like, so if this is on the same level, if 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 one of these dudes started dating Paris Hilton because she had a sex tape, you know There's what I mean? There's a lot of drama in that. I also think there is there is a difference, and for society, there will be a difference. I don't think it can be denied. A versus a celebrity that had a sex tape versus somebody who made a career in Who's porn. A porn star. Society is going to judge it differently. Okay. More harshly, okay. That's, they are. That's, they, fair. that's just the way it's going to be. I don't know if it. That's not right, but that's the way it's going to go down. And again, it's decision making. So you're showing me, dude, that you think that this is one of those things that's just going to be like ah, water off everybody's back, and I don't think it is. So does that mean fourth quarter, two minutes to go, down by six? Do, do you know the right window? I don't know. I, but like, I always use this decision making with every other athlete, and I feel like if I give Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, if I let him off the hook, it's because he's a big, strong, good-looking kid. Well, every quarterback specifically. I mean, I think you can have athletes. If this was if this was Gronk, this would probably be considerably less of a story here. Now, 
You're yes, who you are to the franchise, I judge differently than yeah. what your actions are. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you're a defensive back for the 49ers, this probably really isn't even but a if, story. Like, let's just make it this: what we do is very casual, right? But if the boss man invited you and I out to dinner. And then invited a couple of clients out. Right. You bring your girlfriend. The boss man's got his wife. Clients got their wives. And I show up with somebody from, you know, Gatsby's. That's going to be talked about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's certainly depending on how they're dressed and if it's appropriate for the situation. I guess I'm you saying can, you dress can hide perfectly that. if you knew the situation. Because we know what this situation is. It's not like somebody looked at her and said, oh, my God, that chick looks like she could do porn. It's that, no, dude, we know that she has done porn. And I guess, like, you know, I don't know what Jimmy Garoppolo's intentions are here. Maybe he finds that, you know, she's a fantastic woman that he wants to spend time with. But to me, it's just like, I'm sure she's great. Well, I mean, to me, it just seems to me like, dude, you want to bang a porn star. You want to bang a really hot chick, which, God bless you, dude, go ahead and do it. Um, But there's literally like a million other. Of these of these chicks that he has access to, you know what I'm saying? Like Jimmy Garoppolo's DMs aren't dry, man. I mean, the dude has a bajillion yeah, dollars. But you got to be careful with those because those are well, opportunistic but, chicks but, who are looking to sue you. Well, and so so is this chick. You don't think you don't think there's a potential that a porn star? Because let's be real, pro athletes pay better than porn stars. Well, we for don't sure. know how they met, so I don't know about that that about her. And if she's making a living in porn, maybe she's made a decent living in it. Some of them do. I don't know. Given the fact that I've never heard of her, I doubt it. Pro athletes make more than porn stars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. No, no, no. I'm not making that argument. So so with that being said, I mean, she could be trying to exploit sure. him, too. So is it like, it, would it have just been, would it have been a problem if he just would have banged this chick? Or is it because they're out on the town? And it would it be equal if he was banging an equally hot chick, just as attractive, still makes one living in sexuality through Instagram posts? You know what I mean? Like, because if that's the case, then good God, dude, like, all these dudes are screwed. Like, all of them. Difference between modeling and a porn star, though, I will give you that. Like, or at least pretending you're a model. Like, oh my god, yeah. Instagram model. Yeah, for society, there's a difference in those two things. Um, I also I said it earlier with Munch, and I think I'm right. I think if Tyrod Taylor, and not just because he's the Browns quarterback, I think if a black quarterback was doing this, it's a different conversation. I do, I really do. Now, granted, this is just kind of starting to come out now, so I don't know what the national shows are going to say about Jimmy G. But don't you think it's going to be judged a little bit more harshly? Like I've always said, you bring up Gronk. I think Gronk gets away with a ton because he looks like a white frat boy. I think if Gronk looked like Kellen Winslow Jr., now that's a bad example bad because example. he just did a bunch of horrible things. Bad example. But if he looked more like, pick an athlete, pick one out. Like Antonio Brown gets like harassed for his actions. And people tell him he's immature and he needs to grow up. Because I think because he looks like Antonio Brown. Where Gronk, people go, oh, well, that's just Gronk being Gronk. I do think, and you know me, I'm ha- I hate when people go to race when you don't have to. But you know what this Jimmy G situation feels like to me? It feels very much like when a, when, a hot, when a hot female teacher bangs a male student. Where were those teachers when I was in school? Because I never got laid and I still don't. And then when a male teacher sleeps with a younger student, it's like, well, give him the chair. And that feels this way to me. Where it's like, yeah, Jimmy G, it's kind of cool. Bang porn stars, bro. You're good looking. You're a quarterback for the 49ers. Bang porn stars. Where I feel like if a wide receiver was doing this, we'd be like, thug. I'm surprised this isn't a much, much, much more frequent story, especially nowadays, dude, where it's like 
porn is very mainstream and very like very much has become more acceptable than it ever has been in the past. So like to me, it's like, dude, you guys are perfect bedfellows here. You know what I mean? Like I'm just surprised, you know, those two lifestyles, they're just not constantly drawn to one another. Yeah, I just think it probably does. It's just I think more guys are like, I don't want anybody to know. Um, Jimmy G swears that his dad gave him marriage advice once and said, and his dad told him, stay single as long as you possibly can because you're married for the rest of your life. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, I'm sure Jimmy Garoppolo's mom loved hearing that. Ouch. Um, uh, I don't know what their marriage situation is. I don't know if they're still together or what. But to somebody in that situation, that's probably solid advice. I know that sounds harsh. I know that sounds. But, like, dude, you're a quarterback in the NFL. You're going to be making – what was his contract? $130 million? Uh, whatever something like it was. That? Right. I think he was the highest paid quarterback or whatever. Right. So an absolute – you know, just uh, – Well, what I would say is if you have that situation, what you don't want – is to get later on in life and have D regret. Like, I could have done all that, and oh, I didn't yeah. do it. What you don't want is to get married and think, oh, my God, when I had the opportunity. Because, dude, everybody looks over to the other side. Of the, the, the other side of the fence is always nicer, right? I don't care who you are. And so now you throw money, fame, all that on it. Yeah, I would agree. Get out there. Get, get yeah. it out of your – there's no getting it out of your system. That's that's ridiculous. But you can release the pressure valve a little. You can sell the wild you should. oats. Yeah, you, you should be should. able yeah, to. And there comes to be a point where, like, dude, once you retire and you're no longer an NFL quarterback, but you still have your bajillion dollars sitting there, dude, like, go find yourself a porn star that's retired or a chick that looks like a porn star. You know what I mean? And go live the rest of your life, you know, in your, in your multi million dollar home but dude it just yeah i agree with his dad there of, of dude if you want to slang your d around don't get married i'm telling you i think the gm hates this today yeah i think probably. the owner hates this yeah, today. probably i just think you're inviting mess into it i'm sure it, to, to them it's like dude you could bang a chick that looks exactly like this exactly like this they build them out here in california every single day and it wouldn't be a headline but you have to bang this porn star do pro athletes are the best argument for legal prostitution ever. Like, they're the best argument for it. Yeah, they need another break, dude. Yeah, you're right. You know what? That's what they need. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I think that that, that means my life's going right. to get better. I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know why I think that. I have no idea. We do have Skinner tickets. That show's on the 27th of Blossom. You'll get hooked up next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We'll pass out these Skinner tickets here momentarily. That show a uh, week from today. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need. It's a Friday night, dude. Friday night at Blossom, Skinner. Leonard Skinner. Man, boy, oh boy, that is a good one. I love outdoor shows. Nice weather, cold draft beer. Oh, it's just the best. I love outdoor shows. So we hit our four-year mark on the air here uh, earlier this year. And when we had premiered here, it had been predicted by uh, by both of the of the major competing radio stations, if you even want to call them that anymore, that this would be an epic failure here. Uh, as a matter of fact, I believe one of them was quoted in the repository as saying, "Oh, that will blow up inside of a year." Instead, what happened? Both their morning shows blew up inside of that year, year and a half time frame. So the exact opposite of what had been predicted. We've blown up a couple times too, but we're still all right. We're still standing. Your boys are okay. But there have been plenty of famous blunders, product blunders and failures. Okay, company gets behind something. Hey, this is the new thing. Everyone's going to love it. And then 
in with steam, out with like a whimper, right? Okay. All right. And we got a couple of these here. I'm looking at this from USA Today. One of them was E.T., the extraterrestrial video game for the Atari, and it was. They made like a billion of those, and then there's a documentary about how they had to bury them in the desert and like all this stuff because there were just too many copies of it. And the game was really bad, too. Oh, the game was bad because it was one of those things where they rushed it for the release date, and so they, they, they just rushed it to have its name out there. One of my buddies had an Atari, but we didn't have a video game system in-house until NES, um, really? I feel like all Atari games kind of sucked, though. You know what I mean? So I think I, I, I didn't play the E.T. game. I can't say. Well, I mean, they looking back on them, you feel that, that way now about them. When you had them, they was like, dude, this is amazing. I wonder how bad E.T. had to be. It was bad. To, to suck on Atari. You know what I'm saying? When Pong was like, oh, damn, bro, look at this. Like, E.T. must have been awful. Remember Premier Smokeless Cigarettes? I remember smokeless cigarettes. I don't remember them being premier brand. 1988, R.J. Reynolds put out a smokeless cigarette. They thought that that was going to help people be able to like get their fix in public, and that was going to be like the thing. I, I don't remember those. Were they? How is it smokeless? I mean, obviously, it wasn't like a vape pen. It's not like you. You know what I mean? Uh, it says the smoke, the burn, and the flick. Another issue was the widely reported unpleasant chemical taste. Yeesh. So yeah, I mean they they you pulled them out and they used I mean it came in a pack and I remember the pack looking like a pack of cigarettes. Okay. Uh, Reynolds sunk a close to a billion dollars into the product before pulling it off the market within a year. That's 1988 a billion too. That's a lot of money. Jeez. A touch of yogurt shampoo. 1979, Clairol was putting yogurt in shampoo. No, I've never heard of that. Yeah, I didn't know that. That wasn't for me either. The One of the most famous ones, New Coke, 1985. They tried to do that thing, and then that kind of failed, and they had to go back and do like the, you know, the original formula. So the rundown of what happened there is... Pepsi was winning the Pepsi challenge yeah. and they just kept dominating it. Yeah. Everyone was like, man, we love Pepsi. And what it was and why new Coke failed so hard is um, when you take a sip of Pepsi versus a sip of Coke, Pepsi tastes sweeter. It gets into your mouth. It's kind of a bigger taste. It's, it, it does. It, it, it does. But that's sip by sip. Nobody, nobody sips one sip of soda and then is done with it. You drink a can of pop. You know what I mean? Right. So that's where that's where Coke made its mistake. They tried to catch up with the sweetness level, and when they did that, they gave up like the enjoyability of of like why I enjoy a can of Coke. It's actually why I prefer a Coke product. Is because it, it does taste a little less sweet. A little less sugar in there. Yeah. Okay. It t- tastes that way to me. I don't remember this one. 1994, Harley Davidson perfume. I don't, I don't now, they make a hell of a motorcycle. Well, at that but point. I don't ever think Harley and go, smell good. That's not the link I make. To me, that's probably just like, yo, let's slap our name on anything. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. But- yeah, yeah. I, 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 would, I would imagine. With everybody nostalgia crazy. And the fact that this was so futuristic then, but would look vintage and retro now, I can't believe that this hasn't made its total comeback. But another product blunder was 1981's DeLorean DMC-12, made famous from Back to the Future. Yeah, why doesn't that make a comeback? That car still looks... uh, My friend of mine in high school, his parents had one. So I've like ridden in one, I've driven one, that whole thing. Uh, My buddy John, uh, his parents had one. They're cool. And to me, it still looks cool. Like the body style still looks good. The door, the, the way they open, still is cool. Like, why aren't we doing this again? You would think even just, even if you were just doing it for like 
rappers and pro athletes, like I, I would think the concept of like somebody buying that, and it's not like DeLorean's going to make a comeback, but like somebody buying that body style and saying like, hey, we're going to produce X amount of these, we're going to produce you know 50,000, and these are the only run you could get. Yeah, I'm shocked that hasn't happened. Yeah, I, I, that to me, with everybody like retro crazy, nostalgia crazy, that that would be a, what a quick way to get back in it. One of the ones that I loved and I was surprised got yanked off the shelf as fast as it did, was going back to 1992. This, again, now is a soda product. Now, again, I know I said a traditionally like a Coke product person, but Crystal Pepsi I thought was really, really good. They tried to make that come back like a couple years ago, right? Yeah, and it just didn't just failed. It didn't stick the first time. It didn't stick the second time. And I just, I, I always really liked it. I always felt like the, the people say, ah, it's gross. And I said, isn't this the eye test? Isn't it that it looks different? It's making yeah. you, that, that, that it's playing the trick on your brain that it is that different? But that's food. You know what I mean? There's so much of, 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 of food is done with your eating's done with your eyes. So like uh, restaurants, you know, there's a reason why there's like that, that presentation to it. And I think when you drink clear soda, you expect lemon lime. You know what I mean? And when that doesn't happen, I, I think no matter what's in there, Which there's going to be some sort of... are my favorite types of sodas. I like all those. Give me, you know, Sprite, 7-Up. Actually, do that new um, that new Mountain Dew Ice. Like, their version of that is really good. Sierra Mist, I like a lot. Like, I, any lemon-lime soda, I'm in. Keeping with soda. I don't remember this at all, though. In 1995, Lifesavers had their own soda? That sounds like that would be really, really sweet. Yeah, I think I remember it. I can think I remember like going up to the Revco and there was like, you know, the different lemon lime. There was a lime one. There was a lemon one. There was a fruit, yeah. uh, you know, a red they, one. Well, the pineapple one's the one they're talking yeah, about here. That I, doesn't I look think good. I remember that it. That doesn't look good. Is there a product that didn't make it that you thought was awesome that the rest of the, the obviously the people are like, you know what? No, we're not ready for it. I don't that. know. I don't know if there's anything that, that's jumping out at me right now. What do you got on your list? Well, the one thing I thought was uh, that I was surprised that did not catch on more with like kids and then become like a massive hit was like the off-colored ketchup that's in the squeezable bottle oh, that's yeah. on this list oh, too yeah. okay and just with kids liking things to be a little off and weird and gross and things like that i was surprised that wasn't like a bigger deal yeah maybe that was parents making the decision of like i'm not buying purple ketchup i'm not buying two bottles of ketchup because i'm not using purple ketchup but like you're right kids have a lot of buying power a lot of like temper tantrum power so oh, green yeah. ketchup I, you're right i'm surprised that didn't google catch on. glass was also on this list which was like the glasses that help you like kind of like like stream live and kind of like give you a you know a, a, a you know I guess a POV a, a view of what you're looking at and I am surprised that that isn't more usable and that that didn't get adjusted more to being something that we do that way you're not holding your phone as much a lot of stuff isn't necessarily a failure because of what it is, it's because of when it is, and I think Google Glass was a little ahead of its time. Yeah, I do. I think so. Like I said, I'm just surprised we haven't adapted to it. That way, we're not holding our phones as much. I think VR are like you know, you know those those virtual reality headsets that they have. I think those will kind of open up that door of like, okay, I'm putting technology onto my face and walking around or like living my life with it. I think Google Glass, our grandkids, you know what I'm saying? Like two generations from now, it'll be like, yeah, of course we have these. It's just it's my eyeball, Dad. Right. They just they right. replaced our eyeballs and went over. We signed up and the government gave us, you know, I got an Obama eyeball, Dad. That's what happened. We do have those Leonard Skinner tickets. Let's pass those out. 1-800-243-7625 on those. We'll take caller 20. And uh, there's a guy out there claiming that the push for the cashless society is all a scam. And we're going to uh, break down his argument for you. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 106.9. 
This report is brought to you by All Seasons RV. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. No shame, Jimmy Shane. will be mm-hmm. in the studio coming up at 9 o'clock as Fantone is wrestling for some reason. That's tonight. Buzz Ben, 7 o'clock is when the event starts. Pro wrestling debut. Been training. Not going to lie, dude. Spinebuster University. It's been a tough run for me, but... uh. It's all going to happen tonight. Out there on the patio at Buzzbin. I can't wait. It's Friday night. That's going to be fun. Should be, man. I, I, I'm, I'm fingers crossed, dude, that the crowd is going to be like on fire, dude. Everyone's going to want to have a good time, have some drinks. A lot of friends of the program making the trip down. Uh, I know uh, uh, Jason Reese is going to be in oh, attendance. Nice. You know, that's, that's, that's good stuff right there. Yeah, that is good uh, stuff. The whole Fantone clan will be there. Uh, my buddy Dan Kane, just let me know he's on his way. So it's going to be good times, man. We're going to have fun. Yeah, I think he might be rooting for a wardrobe mishap. Jace, Jace, my girlfriend yesterday, she was like, "How sweaty is it?" Like, and I'm like, "Babe, it is just dudes sweating all over, dudes. Like, that's dude. You get in Spinebuster University automatically, just glistening with it, dude. Just everyone in there is just slippery, and and you're in there, and you're 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 mono mono." Tying things up in the center of the ring. It sounds really gross. <laughs> Dude, it's pretty gross, man. I've said this before. Um, you know, I, I work for the Canton Charge, and those dudes stink coming off the court. Oh, yeah. But nobody, and I mean nobody, smells like pro wrestlers, man. Those dudes are just woof. I believe that. Yeah, I believe it. It's tough work, dude. Ugh. I, I, I Maybe I don't want to be as close <laughs> to it. Maybe I don't want to be in the VIP. Oh, yeah, you're going to be in the splash zone, dude. Oh my god Stupid names of sections Oh my god Alright so uh, More and more places are going cashless And I gotta admit I I went to the ATM machine yesterday right? And I pulled out some money And you know you're on video When you're doing that Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself Who's watching these videos right And then I thought like Wouldn't you naturally think to yourself what are you taking this money out for? Like, what do you need cash for? I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. Is like, remember like back in the day, like the, again, happy hour logic. If I was a cop, I would just sit across the street from a Taco Bell at 2.15 in the morning and right. arrest everybody that pulled out of there. Well, isn't the same thing kind of true with ATMs? It's like, where are you going with that money? Not necessarily. There's some stuff where you have to use cash. Like yeah, parking. so I thought about that. Parking lot. Right. Okay. All right. Give me two more. <laughs> Give me All two right. more. Some small businesses might not necessarily have the 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 swipe card, the thing. You know what I mean? So some of those places may be downtown. And there's some places. Uh, the businesses downtown here, they all got like square because they're all hipsters. So they all have like that square that goes in the iPad. There's some places that. Or tile or whatever it's that, called. That um, give you a discount for paying cash. Really? Yeah. There's some places like some gas stations will do that where it's like if you pay us cash, it's two seventy six. If you pay credit, it's two ninety nine because it's more expensive. The, every the retailer is running, you know, they running the costs every time that they use the credit card thing there. So 
But it just, it, it, it always has me, it's like, I know somebody's watching this video like, bro, you don't need, ca- you especially don't need it three times a month, so what the hell are you doing? Yeah, there was a lot of stretching there, and you're you're right, yes. there's We you all know you're saying? going to buy drugs. When you, <laughs> so there's a guy claiming that this move to cashless society is for that purpose solely, is to control you more, to know what you're doing more, to know where your money's going more, to, to less lying, making sure less people can lie about on their taxes, and this and that, and it's about controlling mm. what you do, and if you go cashless that really what you do is then you take away a lot of the criminal underbelly now what a lot of people are going to say is well aren't they just going to move to paypal i can have a paypal account so can you and i can paypal you the money and they make money off the service or whatever so yeah maybe but that i can't think of a thing outside of this argument to keep cash around which is if I cannot require you to have a driver's license to vote in this country because of the poor person who lives in the rural part of the middle of nowhere that can't get to the DMV, then I don't know how I'm supposed to be able to say to you then, then you can't use the dollar bill in this country anymore then. Yeah, I mean, it's cash, and there always has to be a need for it. Do I think that it's going to obviously become less and less? Yeah, but like one of the things, and I've been frustrated with this for a while, is the concept of... Direct deposit and automatic payment. And like, because all that's happening is for a moment, those numbers exist in my column and then they immediately go back out. So, like the 15th, when we get paid, it's like, okay, hey, you know, congratulations, your direct deposit hit, but also X, Y, and Z hit. And it's like, you rent your money. I never even saw it. It never was, it was never a tangible, like real thing. It was just like, you're, you're, it's your lights, you know, it's your phone, it's your whatever, but like, it just, I, I don't know, and I guess holding it wouldn't make that much of a difference to me, or getting a check wouldn't make that much of a difference, but it's all just numbers from one column to the next, and it, it's frustrating. There are certain places I want to use cash. Porn stores. Yeah. Like, if I go in there, I want to use cash yeah. in there. Yeah. You know, which, by the way, I was driving by one of those yesterday on Cleveland, right. and two dudes were just standing out in front of it, just having a conversation broad daylight. Chatting it up. Like, I got to tell you, if there's never, if there's ever a place I'm not stopping to, like, be like, hey, let's get into this how you been conversation. Right. And I know it's just like, it's like, it's like health food store, you know, like, oil change place, porn shop place. It's like, right bro, there. I can <laughs> see you. These are windows. Hey, man. So, but, like, because... I, now, as a business owner, I can understand not wanting cash transactions. Because now if you're a criminal, if you break into my establishment, all you can take is product. Right. At the end of the day, you can't take the money. Right. Not being able to take the money. Now I don't have to worry about somebody going to the bank with a deposit, bank bag of robbery, that whole thing. That, I, as, as a business owner, I totally get it. But we can't go to complete cash. If I can't require you to have a driver's license to vote, we can't then make money obsolete. We can't. You can't do both those things. It's all debts, public and private, written on your cash right there. So it's like you have to. You have to honor. I don't think places can say like, ah, oh, we don't. You know, like you have to. You have to have some sort of actual currency. If we don't have the gold standard anymore, there has to be some sort of actual tangible product that you can use as as tender there. So you can't get away from it. I'm being told some people use cash for their rent. I'm sure that is true in some situations. Alyssa's telling me some bars are cash only. As a matter of fact, the one I had in Oregon was cash only. Um, uh, but it hurt me. But it hurt me a ton. And uh, honestly, but my ATM did do a ton of business, and you made money off of that thing. I do like cash at bars. If I'm at the bar, I would much rather be cashing out my drinks as opposed to me giving you my card and walking away. Why? 
Uh, because I feel like that's when a bar tab's going to get out of control for me. If I Much know, like casino money, they give you chips. If I know that I'm giving you cash and you're giving it back to me and okay, like, all right, that's how much that costs. That's how many of these I've had. Where if it's just like, yeah, dude, another round just right here. Yeah, that's, that's going to get me into trouble. I probably bar. tip heavier on my card, too. Yeah, probably. I probably it, do. It's available to you. It's yeah. just easy. I'm just writing things on a piece of paper. So I probably tip heavier on my card. I mean, I try to be a decent tipper no matter what because I've served so long. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I, I think I pretty much quit now, but <laughs> I haven't worked in like two months. They keep asking me. I'm like, ah, eh, not this eh, week, and I don't feel like it. Ah, eh, nah, I don't feel like it. So I think I pretty much quit now. But I, uh, but having served so long, I try to at least do that. But I think I probably tip a little heavier if I'm using my card for the same exact reason there. But like I said, if you, if I can't require you to have a driver's license to vote, which you can hear me rolling my eyes, I feel like that's a very low bar to cross. Then I don't think that at the end of the day, then, then I can erase money all at the same time because of the same exact argument. No shame. Jimmy Shane <laughs> causes me some shame next on rock. One Oh six, nine. Yo guys, Fantone from the Stansberry Show here to tell you about the Rollholt Vision Institute. It still happens to me all the time, dude. I wake up in the morning, I reach for my glasses, and all of a sudden I remember, dude, you do not need those. I got 20-20 vision thanks to the LASIK surgery I had done at Rollholt. And I'm telling you, your summertime is going to be so much easier when you don't have to worry about glasses or contacts. So if you've been thinking about LASIK surgery, I know you have some questions, which is why the Rollholt Vision Institute has made everything perfectly clear for you at their website. That is RollholtVision.com. This report is Brought to you by Taco Bell. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. And I believe, I don't know if this was by design or not, but I believe uh, we just came back from break yeah. with the most appropriate piece of imaging we have. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. And it's because... <laughs> By now, you should know that Fantone is wrestling tonight, Buzzbin. The, the event starts at 7 o'clock, all part of Ohio Championship Wrestling. And we're joined in studio now by a uh, OCW superstar and a member of Matt Fantone's. Uh, what is your team name? What's the team, team name? Fantone, dude. Team, team Fantone, dude. Team Fantone. Yeah. Team Fantone is the, is the team name. And it's uh, No Shame Jimmy Shane. And I'm excited to have you here, but I do have a couple of questions. Now, I, uh, I appreciate the fact that you're lending your uh, abilities to Fantone tonight. But I got to ask this question. As you, a full-time member of the OCW, isn't there a little bit of, oh, look at this radio douche. Thinks he can go to, <laughs> thinks he can go to Spinebuster University part-time. Half-ass it, phone it in. I, I I put my blood, sweat, and tears into this. Here comes Johnny, come lately, and you know we're going to put him in a massive event. Isn't there a little bit of like you know you almost want to see the boots put to him? I mean, he's on a team with two former OCW heavyweight champions, and it's called Team Fantone. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, I feel like, bro, like you gotta, you gotta. I, I. I, So, is there, is is there a chance for for you to turn heel? Like, do do we maybe gang up on him? Look at you with the terms, by the way. (laughs) I'm just gonna say that. Look at you with the terms. Well, I gotta pretend I care. (laughs) No, uh, Dark Star Matt Taylor and I have had problems with Juice Jennings ourselves. So this. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I gotta admit it. Juice, not the best. I mean, he did, does come out, come, come off a little douchey, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, he, uh, dude, he's had a problem with me for quite a while. And you're what right. What is that? I, I don't remember where this all started. I mean, I've, I've, I've been with OCW for I think probably close to two years now, and there's just always been a little bit of issue. It started at one of the DBIs, one of the, uh, I think DBI five is where we kind of met each other, and there was some sort of an issue, and. Uh, 
I, I, I picked Jimmy and I picked Matt because of those exact reasons. You know, you guys have both battled him. You both have perspective on his strengths and weaknesses in the ring right there. And, uh, you know, I guess from my perspective, what advice you given to me as I step into the squared circle for the first time? Uh, be ready for every anything, everything, anything. Be ready for it all. I mean, what style matches it? Is it? Uh, is it? Are we ladder matching it? Are we going through the tables? Is it hell in the cell? Like, what do I get? What do I? What? what what's happening? Three man on, on each in each team. So okay. it's a six man tag team match right there. The thing I'm gonna say is it's Buzzbin, and it's gonna probably be a little bit more an adult of a show. So I'm not gonna be shocked if the referee is a little loosey goosey with the rules. There we go. Now that's, <laughs> that's what we need, loosey goosey. With rules, that's what we need. We're loose with everything else around this whole thing. Rules for sure. So I, uh, as all right, Jimmy. Let me ask you this. I was talking to Fantone about this this morning. That he's a confident person. So I think this morning when he woke up, he felt fine about it. I think right now he feels fine about it. But there's no denying, much like he does this for a living. But if I handed him a microphone and told him to go out and address a crowd, even though he knows he's going to be fine, there's still a little bit of like, oh god, this needs to go well. As a guy who's done this before, do you think he has a firm grip of what that stomach's going to feel like two minutes before they send him out there? I don't think he does, right? Like, I don't think he has a firm understanding of what that's going to feel like. I'll say this. I've been doing this for seven years now. I still get nervous for every match. There's still that little bit of, oh, man, I don't know what's going to happen. You just got called out. He says you ain't got it in yet. Bro, I'm not going to lie. I Your am, own teammate doesn't think you have it. I am nervous. I him. There, there's no question about it. Um, but the good thing is, is I've got two dudes who have my back. And I've also put some time in at Spinebuster University right there. And, dude, I know, I know there's people out there who have thought to themselves, like, man, I should chase this dream. Man, I should do this. Man, I've, I've always wanted to. And, like, Spinebuster University is a really great option. Uh, Jimmy, at least explain a little bit of, like, what, it's, what do you have to do to become a professional wrestler? Well, first, let me, I have been dogging on you a little bit. You did great your first day at Spinebuster University. Thanks, buddy. It Thanks, was, buddy. I was very impressed because it's, it, it's not easy. It is not, man. I would imagine it's not easy. No, that I understand. I, admit, I would admit that it's not easy. We've had uh, people come straight out of college football programs, come in, they're in great shape, but it's a different kind of shape. Well, it's much like when a football player, you can work out all year. It's a different gym shape and football shape are yes. different things. And I could I could see this being a very simple thing or a very similar thing. Buzzman tweeting in says hashtag we're, to, we're, we're hashtag team Fantone. Hell yeah. Smash Juice's face. Hell yeah, Buzzman dude. Buzzman up early listening. We appreciate Love that. It. Thanks, guys. We'll see you a, a, a little later tonight. Agent Orange. I'm assuming, yeah, the shoe Jennings. He's uh he's tweeting some trash out right now. He's talking of trash. He is. Yeah, no, no, he's a no, he's a no, he's coming after it. Uh, Juice Jennings, he is a chronic trash talker. There's no question about it. And I think that's where some of the problem first came in between me and him is because, you know, OCW, much like the Canton Charge, brought me in to be the hype man. They kind of brought me in to be like, dude, flavor, flavor. Exactly. Like you're coming in and dude, you're you're the guy who gets the crowd pumped after after the match or right before, you know, the the game or whatever it is. The not so talent. And and I (laughs) I think I think a part of the problem is is that OCW you gave me a microphone and kind of gave me a little bit of spotlight, and I think that rubbed. And you're wrong. bringing this in with it to you too. <laughs> right. He kind of knows you got that backing you up a little bit. So yeah, so I think I think at least that's where his problem with me started. Oh, I, yeah, I don't like him. So like, I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Fantone either. But like, <laughs> I, uh, but but it, but I, it would make me happy to watch Agent Orange go down. I've I've busted him up. He's bled last time he was at Buzzbin. Wow. Oh yeah. I've given a black eye recently. The Christmas show. 
And dude, there was a there was there's there's been a lot of movement recently with the OCW heavyweight title. Uh, Jimmy uh, was Jimmy was a, a, a short reigned OCW heavyweight champion as he took it from Agent Orange Juice Jennings. Um, and I know Robbie Starr, the new champion, is going to be facing Chuck the Truck Morris. So not That's only tonight too. yeah, not only is it, a, is, is it is it you know Team Fantone versus Counter Strike, but we could have a new OCW heavyweight champion tonight. Chuck's a hometown boy too. He's from Canton, Pride of Canton, oh, Ohio. Dude. Look at that. We like that. Yeah, I mean, so there's, uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of reason for people to come on out to Buzzbin tonight. Tickets still available. Yeah, tickets still available. Is that right? OCWrestling.net. I've said it all morning. Don't wait long. People are gonna be like, dude, I'm gonna come up at seven thirty. I'm gonna buy a uh, ticket at the door. I hope you can. I have fingers crossed for you, but I, I'm predicting sellout. I'm hoping so. Now I don't want to say that because what I don't want to have is people not try to show up. Right. You know what I mean? But I, I'm telling you, I, dude, I know downtown. It's a spectacle. It's Friday night. I think this is going to be heavily attended. We want signs. We want chants. Mm-hmm. We want people to be there to have a good time, dude. This is not only is it a pro wrestling show, but it's a pro wrestling show in a bar. You I know want, what I mean? Like, dude, let's get lit tonight. I want drunk Jackson chicks. Can I get those? <laughs> you bring all the signs you want. I want drunk Jackson chicks. That's what I am after. More Sandsbury Show is right around the corner. You guys hang on. The Stansbury Show. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 1069. Tonight, Buzzbin starting at 7 o'clock. Uh, Fantone is wrestling with OCW. Uh, no shame, Jimmy Shane in studio with us. Now, I, I said to Fantone this morning, he he's tall, lanky. Uh, dude, he's not graceful. Like, if you've ever seen him run, it doesn't look great. And, like, Bernie Coe's are on the scramble, I think is how you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very, 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 yeah. Bernie's, right. uh, Bernie on the move. All right, 19 there. As, uh, yeah, number 19 there. Um, I don't think he, uh, Jimmy, I just think he has no idea. Screw tonight. I don't think he has, a, like a full understanding of what Saturday morning is going to feel like. It's Saturday morning will be rough, and then Sunday morning it's the second day soreness. Yeah, the second day soreness I think is going to be real. That's going to be the truth. I think the kids call it. I uh, if I were you, dude, seriously, I would have the better half. I'd have the girlfriend like buying the ice packs. I just got to do. I got to get a, a, a like a like a like a fifty five gallon drum of Ben Gay, dude. Just getting, yeah. just getting ready to rub yeah. your just rub your boy. Yeah, down. that stuff helps. Yeah, it does. I uh, I'm concerned about it. There's there's no question. But at the same time, I mean, I think the good thing about pro wrestling is that that it's America's original art form. According to Al Snow, it is. Yeah, according to Al Snow. Um, that there's no set one way to be a pro wrestler. You know how we always talk about Baker Mayfield, and it's like, oh, you're not tall enough to be the quarterback, and like there's a certain like body type, no prototype, you, right? There's there's a body type you look for for okay. when it comes to you know sure. a lot no, of di- a lot of different other positions, but wrestling, dude, a lot of different guys from a lot of different avenues have, have had success. So, what type of wrestler are you? Are we a high flyer? Or are we a grappler? What are we? Uh, I mean, what are we? I don't know if I would consider myself a high flyer, dude. If you yet. don't go off the top rope, I feel like I want my money back. Hey, well, luckily, and I spent no money. <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily, you know, I did some 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 training with uh, with Dark Star Matt Taylor, who is just prolific off the top rope. So, dude. Jude Juice might not know what's okay. coming at him. You have been a wrestling fan your entire life, Phantom. Yeah. Like, dude, you apparently you can see you in what which WrestleMania is 15, it? 15. WrestleMania 15. Like, yeah. you can see he and his brother, like, on the screen yeah. at it. Okay? So you're a wrestling fan. So I, I 
did you always want to do this or like would you were, were, like secretly were your whole life were you like I got to find a way to like wrestle like I got to get this in I gave up on the dream a long time ago you know what I'm saying I mean independent wrestling didn't exist in the same capacity it does today how did when you I was just younger? pull on the heartstrings with wrestling for Christ's <laughs> sake eh, I, I gave, gave up, up on the, the dream um, but no this was never something where I was like dude I have to do this before I die I know some people have those things where it's like man I want to go here man I so want to not necessarily a bucket List. It was a bucket list thing that I had already written off because I didn't think it was possible. You know I've done this, right? No. What did you? What? I. You know. Yeah, I've done this. Okay, tell me more. I, uh, so when I was working at one of the other rock stations, we did an event I, in the back of like a pizza place and like their back parking lot, and they brought the ring in. And yeah, like dude, I was in the position of my career where I couldn't, where I, where I didn't have enough clout yet, where I could say, yeah, no, no, I'm not doing that. So, so you know what, what I mean? And what so happened? like no, I, I got like thrown in the ring. There was a crane outside of it. Some dude jumped off of that and like, oh, like wow. flipped and like hit me. Yeah, it was all very much like none of this feels safe. And there was Munch. Munch of all people, like, oh Danny, you're gonna be fine. Right? As the dude's like bile driving me into the ground. So I've actually done this, so dude, it hurts like hell. I believe it. Um, Jimmy, I guess what can I do to prepare myself tonight for the inevitable, you know, beatdown that's gonna come? Drunk. <laughs> You've been putting in the work at SBU. That's true. Uh, a drink or two. S- Spinebuster University for everybody. I'm not sure everybody's going to pick up that abbreviation there. It was, I don't know, it was la- late last week, and I went to SBU, and I was like, all right, just going to be like a normal training session, dude. And Jimmy and Chuck the Truck Morris just kind of kicked my ass for like two hours, dude, where it was like, this is what you're going to have to deal with. So, I mean, listen, Juice Jennings, obviously a former OCW heavyweight champion. He knows what he's doing in the ring, and it really hasn't even been brought up yet, but his dudes on Counter-Strike, oh, here we go. those dudes are just giant men like just just huge okay so so who is on juice jennings team there's uh crosshairs kelly and pat the bruiser right and dude when i'm saying huge i'm talking both those dudes are three spins no problem no problem and uh, that's what i'm more worried about are we gonna see some good like chest smacks Dude, Dude, nothing oh. better than man breast rippling. When 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 Juice, you know, it has has attacked me from behind, it's always been from behind. It's always been a cheap shot. It's always been with his dudes on his back. So that's what I'm worried about. I, I mean, I I know Juice is like I said, he's good in the ring. He's dirty. But I'm, right. I'm not worried about that's that. Why he's always got that towel. I'm <laughs> he's wiping off that dirt. <laughs> that, that towel he stole that from grime. his mom's house. That um, towel was terrible. But but that's 100% what I'm concerned about most is that yeah, something Yeah, let's get Juice shedding some bar rags. Something that I haven't seen yet, something that Juice is going to pull out of his sleeve or, you know, the Juice Extractors and, and Counter-Strike there. Oh, my God. So, I, 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 dude, that one almost got right by me. All right, so let me I, – I, I know I asked you earlier, but dude, so, so the attire – what are we wearing in the ring? Like, will you be shirtless when this is going on? No. Like, are you oiling up? I mean, oh, dude, I might oil up. You know me. I'm a big fan of oiling up. But I, uh, you know, I'm not a... Don't pr- just say that like I know that. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, he sees me oil up every Friday. I, I don't know that. I am not a pro wrestler, so I'm not going to put on the facade that I am one. I'm not coming out, you know, in 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 full pro wrestling gear, dude. I'm com- So not fake it till you make it. No, I'm coming out as, as a dude who's getting to live his dream, and that's essentially what I am, and that's essentially what happens tonight. Is I get you know my opportunity to kind of, do, like I said, do something that I I checked off not because it was like it wasn't important to me anymore before, but I was like, dude, you're in your mid thirties. Like this is this opportunity just okay. isn't going to present itself. So you don't play the guitar, right? Right. Okay. So if I handed you a guitar right now, right, 
it would be natural for you to like mimic like the actions and movement right. of a guitar player you knew, right? right? You may like you know you may ACDC it up for a minute when I gave you the axe, right. right? So very much the same thing. You've watched wrestling your entire life. I would have to imagine naturally you will go into mannerisms of one of these dudes. So am I going to say, dude, are you going to chew the turnbuckle? Do I get a little animal steel? <laughs> like, what do I, do I get a little Ricky Steamboat? Like, what do I get? Why, like, what do I get? It, it, it's funny to say, but a part of my training at Spinebuster University um, was go watch some of your favorite matches. Sure. Go see some of your favorite Homework. things. And, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm in my mid-30s. So. Feel free to start doing that for this a little. Anytime you want. Anytime. I, I'm in my mid 30s, so obviously the Attitude Era was kind of the era for me. That was when things were at its peak, and that's when I was a teenager, so just very much, you know, kind of collided there. So I won't lie, man, I've watched a bunch of Stone Cold matches, a bunch of uh, matches from The Rock, I've watched a bunch of Undertaker matches, a bunch of Shawn Michaels matches. I was gonna, I feel like Heartbreak Kid is where you should go. Well, and that's Shawn Michaels HBK, not yeah. BBC. You gotta make sure you, you have the right search there for that one. Um, and it goes... You without, got enough time in your afternoon to check out both. It goes without saying, uh, a bunch of John Cena stuff too, so Oh yeah, Cena's big with you. Yeah, Cena is big with me, dude. Yeah. So it's exciting, three, man. Three on three starts tonight, seven o'clock. OCW uh wrestling live at Buzzbin. God, what a good night. I'm already hammered. Like, <laughs> like I can feel how drunk I'm gonna be already. I like it. It's exactly what we need. Jimmy, thank you so much for coming yeah, in, thank buddy. Thanks for having me. Well uh we'll see you guys later tonight as uh Juice Jennings goes down. Phantom's gonna win, I think. Fingers crossed, baby. Let's do it. I can't. I'm like I'm in a stalemate. I don't know where to insert myself here because <laughs> I don't want you to win and I don't want Juice Jennings to win. I'm. I. This is like I, I can't win. I, there's. This is. I'm in a no win situation. We'll be right back to close out the stands for our show. That will be next on Rock 106.9. You finished a soldier, and I stay under you fighting. Put some storming on you chumps like I'm thunder and lightning. Ain't no way you breaking me, kid. I'm harder than nails. Plus I keep it on lock like I'm part of the jail. Healthy boys brought popcorn. The Stansberry Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106. And all I got to say is it's Friday. And everybody help me say the sinner's prayer. Say, oh, God. Oh, my dad. Clint Parker. Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. And Josh Rockin' Roller. Was that a man or a woman? Because he needs a haircut more than I do. A friend of mine said to me the other day, why don't you write a song about all this NFL stuff? So here it goes. It's called Kick the Dust Up. If he were habitual homosexuals, then by all means, take a hike. I thought I like women! Get him out of here. Out. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and f- my sister. Wow. It is, other than jazz, it's the only other real American art form there is. There's a dirty little secret. You told Clint Parker to turn around and take off his pants. Yes. And did he? Yes. And I just gave him a couple swats. You gonna die doing this dumb ass, yeah. f- you fool? Open your mouth so I can give you this milk. Open your your mouth, man. I gotta do you like my two-year-old baby. The truth of the matter is, you were not a good baby. Well, you ain't seen nothing, my friend, until you have a flame coming out of your butthole, and you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. You ain't seen nothing yet. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learn quick, fast, and hurt. The God is a piece of Miyoshi's a piece of Clint Parker. What? You told me to leave while I'm in my order while you're making out with that 
lot. Being in the industry with how much <laughs> you take on your face. Bam! All upside his head. Just slap them. Make them make you slap somebody. This is terrible. This is the kid. I had to take off my shoes. Run. So kiss my black. <laughs> not okay. Make fun of my nose. Watching other guys that are doing what I want to be doing, and I'm sitting on the couch being a loser. Until I first drank my dog's pee, I was depressed, I was sad, and I had really bad acne. Dog pee also has vitamin A in it, it has vitamin E in it, and it has 10 grams of calcium. And it's also proven to help cure cancer. And that is why I look so much better than y'all. Welcome back to the Sands Show. We're on Rock 1069. Another reminder tomorrow morning. 11 to 1, you can find Fantone at Key of Alliance. He'll be out there hooking you up with concert tickets. Mark Munch Bishop will be on hand with him as yeah. well. But tonight, Buzzbin, starting at 7 o'clock, the OCW Championship uh, Wrestling uh, Series heads to Buzzbin. We'll be out on the patio for that. I cannot wait. I'm excited. Uh, I It's Friday night, so I don't have to worry about bedtime. I can I can go out and crack some beers. I can watch you get beat up. This is like the best day ever. Steve Weisers is what they're called at this oh, event, dude. Oh, it's not just oh, beers. You got to oh, crack yourself oh, open oh. a Steve Weiser, baby. Yeah, I was, uh, was unaware of that. Uh, played you faint uh, coming back from break there because yeah. it's a year ago today we lost Chester Bennington. Really? Yeah, a year a ago year. Today. Yeah, a year today. Wow, it was a quick year, man. Yeah, that one flew by. It does. It feels yeah. like three months ago, 90 days or whatever, that we were talking about that. But no, it's been a year. Wow, a whole year. Dude, that is crazy. I uh, And I, I believe they've already said, look, we're they're going to push forward with Lincoln Park in the they're, end. They're doing something else there? I, I think, yeah, I think they are going to try to push forward. Because in the end, it doesn't even matter. Oh, my God. What are you doing? There what it is. Set them up, knock it out. What are you doing? So I would ask you what you're doing all weekend, but I know what you're doing. You're going to Buzzman tonight. Right. You're at Kia of Alliance tomorrow. Big plans for Sunday? And No, just hopefully recovery right there. I'm glad Jimmy said there is a recovery time. Two days is really when you're going to be sore because I'm not going to lie, dude. I mean, I was worried. I was legit concerned. Like, dude, what if I get my ass kicked so bad I can't even like pull myself up off the mat? How well, am I going to get to Kia of Alliance? I think, honestly, I think even Monday morning when you wake up to come to work, you're still going to be like, oh. Oh, God, that hurts a little. Every single time coming out of Spinebuster University, dude, there was a new thing that hurt me. There was a new, like, oh, my neck, or oh, my ribs, or oh, my abs. Like, there or was a- my pride. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's, uh, I, 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 can, I can see that. I can see that. I still think I'm very interested. I'm going to get there a little early. Okay. Because I'm interested to, to, to take your temperature, like, uh, like, before the match, like, right before it gets there. Like, where are you? Like, what's the nerve center like? Not interested in the bartender at Buzzbin. No, not interested in Macho Nacho. No, he wants to come take my temperature. Okay, buddy. All right. That's the what, thing that's about what those two for. is I would have to flip a coin on which one of those two I'm interested in more. Dude, Macho Nacho tonight for sure, though. Well, that's what I get to take home for sure tonight, for sure. That's true. I've, I've tried both. The nachos have come home with me routinely. The bartender's kind of stingy on that. So we'll... Uh, yeah, we'll get the tacos tonight. That's how that'll that's a, that'll go. Do you have plans tonight? What do you are out this weekend? What do you have outside? Uh, do you want to clean outside? up the place a little bit tonight, okay. just in case we do? Uh, you know, bring something from the bar to go. You okay. know what I mean? Just so you know what I mean. Okay. You make sure you're putting your best foot forward there. Uh, gonna hang out with my mother tomorrow. She's in town apparently. Oh my god! How have we missed all of this today? We're talking about me well, and the battles of Fantone. We're I, talking about the battles of Stansberry. Yeah, but my battle hasn't started yet, and so like I figure <laughs> I'll wrestle tomorrow, and like what, then we'll have that for Monday. What? How long is she staying for? I, you know, you see, I knew you were gonna ask me questions <laughs> that were gonna prove I'm a terrible son, and you did it. I, uh, I don't know. Um, I, uh, I hope this is a good one for you though, just because I feel like. 
you know, you're in a decent place. I think that she, you know, initially she was supposed to come with your with your niece. Yeah. Um, but since she's coming alone, there's going to be a little bit of like, you know, you know, Dan and mom time there. Yeah, it, it'll it's it's yeah it's good for that. It's also going to be good because I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start to break the news to her that I won't be coming for the, for the Christmas holiday uh, this year. It's it's gonna like, be tough, you dude. know what I mean? And since she's here this time, I feel like well, okay, yeah. See, we're kind of doing this now, um, but I, I I do believe I've made the decision not to go to Vegas for Christmas. So okay. I, uh, I I think that's the. Um, so I'll start laying the groundwork for that uh, probably her last day in town. So yeah, we'll do that. And so she, I'll probably just see her Saturday and Sunday. She's used to being disappointed by you, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> we, we've traveled that that road. We've seen that movie. 42 years in a row. <laughs> Never missed. Bullseye every last time. Aside from that, we're done for the day. If you missed anything, podcast it shortly after 10 a.m. at WRQK.com. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys tonight at Buzzbin. Other than that, show starts Monday morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9.